Sharpen your pencils. Adjust your glasses. Fill those pocket protectors. Because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in rampant speculation. What's up, guys? What's up? What up? Not much, dude. Um, it's been a busy day. Busy, busy day. Yeah. Mo- Monica's mom retired today, so that's... congratulations. Yeah, it's got to be a good feeling. Who are you saying congratulations to? His mom's not here. <laughs> it's not my her, mom. It's mom. Monica's She's, mom. She'll definitely be listening to this. Awesome She's not going to listen. Monica does. I think T may every now and then. You never know. Monica listens to this. Yeah, every day, every t- every week it comes out. We should uh... comes out weekly, guys. Weekly podcast rampant so I'm sure speculation. She will relay my congratulations to her mother. She will. Good for her. And she that's really awesome. won't. What are they going to tell her? Uh, Chris says congratulations, and her mother's going to say, "Who the fuck is Chris?" <laughs> Actually, that's she fine. knows who you guys are. That's fine. And then you. She I doesn't like... need to know who I am. So we were playing this family game, and um, it's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's a. Uh, it's called okay. So um, if I can't remember the name of it now, but it's called a Pirate and Weird. the Crew, and um, to pretty much the you put a dollar in the pot, and the object of the game is to roll a dice. And if you get a six, five, and four, there's five dice that you start with. If you get a six, five, and four, then the next two dice count as your actual number. So obviously, twelve being the highest number two being the lowest number so the object of the game is to, you got three rolls is to get a six five and a four your first roll then you get two rolls to roll the highest number possibility of the of the two die and so um we played that for a, a long time and that's kind of like something they do as a family tradition it was actually a lot of fun i think our definitions on fun are so it's just slightly different well it's kind of game who gets the highest roll no no okay so the object of the game is you got you got five die right and you roll all five die at one time you have to get a six first then a five and a four so if you get six five four on your first roll the next two die count as your actual score so does that make sense no so you roll dice right there's five die Three of those dice say six, five, it and four. Sounds really close to this game that my family plays called Farkle. Almost sounds like oh, Yahtzee. Okay. A Farkle. It, it, no, it's it's to play Farkle. A it, bit. Yeah, it's pretty much like Yahtzee. So I, I, it may be so pretty much okay. So six, five, four is like the captain and the crew are the, the last two dice. So it's either twelve in your crew or two in your crew or three in your crew. So that the way you win is it goes around the circle, and so if it's a tie, then it starts back over. Then if it's a uh, Whoever has the highest number wins. So okay. it was pretty fun. And then the kids were playing like uh, the one's like 10, the other one's 15. And we we're throwing like 10 bucks down for like a bet. Or, you know, then we made like if you're if you're over 60, then you can win this $10 <laughs> if, you, if, you, if the person wins. So it was kind of fun. But just it was a fun little family game. And they have like a they all pull from like a pot of money that the family has. And you play from that and just kind of put it back in. So it's 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 interesting. Any family that's close enough to do that kind of stuff, I find very weird. What? Like, like you, like Chris, your wife's family. I think all this shit is weird. When families are like, "Let's be close and do this goofy shit together," I'm like, "You guys are so gay." Wait, how is it? That's a board what, game, or not a board game, but it's a game. Differentiating Elena's family from my family. <laughs> your family does weird shit too. They sit we around play games. Yeah, they sit around and talk about big words. Oh, you ever hear I mean, the card game Canasta? 
Oh, man. Or euchre? <laughs> see, see the big words we're talking about? Thank God my parents didn't love me when I was young. <laughs> so, no. Jesse, Jesse and I were talking about this on the last podcast. We were talking about um, Chris's uh, the source night. The, 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 I can't talk to it. The source at the pals, you know. But I remember I say something like that on Facebook once, and that pal's like, yes, actually, we do that. Uh, I'm guessing it would have been like his dad. I, I don't. I don't think his mom would do that. Do what? Like pull words out of the th- 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 thorus. <laughs> Actually, you got that shit from your dad, right? No, my mom. It's not bullshit. It's gene memory from your dad. No, my mom, um, specific. Well, specifically used larger words when we were kids so that we would have a larger vocabulary instead of using like simplified. Like she would. Then what happened to your brothers? Say things like... <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, like, Aaron the heat is radiating out of this van because that instead of just like, the van's hot. Be, so that we would have a w- larger vocabulary <laughs> when we grew so up. so much sense. Is, yeah, it actually doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm going to talk to your mom later. Why? I'm glad she did it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad she did it too. We have Chris. She obviously Chris has no great. idea how this was going to affect all your friendships later in life. Well, I mean, you guys should should What's improve that? yourselves. What's that say about us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have nothing to say about this. <laughs> Clearly, no. I just think it's funny because there's some shit. Uh, you know, my family's way different. You know, straight blue collar working family, and um, we didn't use those big words over there that that they did. You know, and um, honestly, I just didn't really give a shit. I just wanted to run and go to college to run and you know get good grades and it's kind of funny like how when i got to college um i did my first paper in college and that's kind of embarrassing and uh he handed it back to me and um dr bryant's like this isn't a good paper and i thought it, i thought it was like man i'm a good writer i'm like he's like this is garbage <clears throat> and he's like you need to rewrite this whole fucking thing and i write good and so like and like, seriously i thought it was like me and i write good he's like he's like he's like did you learn how to cite in, in high school and the funny thing was i took college i dips i hit the fucking thing i tell you it says i took college uh english in high school but then i didn't learn shit man but dr bryant actually made me a better writer i could learn how to like kind of formulate sentences and and thoughts and, i i actually got that note from a professor too but um i'm i'm a little less accepting of blame on that one uh this class was called the history of the u.s presidency uh the professor used most of his lecture time to just tell personal stories from his life um how do you tell was, personal stories was he a that? president <laughs> no ex, no ex-president? but he would say he no he would just talk about his life like it was and then and then he would say something like oh write a report about this topic like so i i he didn't there he gave us no guidelines you know he didn't give us a uh what's it called a rubric or whatever that like this is what I expect out of the paper. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even that long of a paper. I don't remember how many pages, but it wasn't like a normal research paper length. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to put any more effort into this class than he's putting into it. Uh, and so I just did one without, you know, doing any citations, just kind of. And then he said, "This is crap paper." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I actually so basically went up to him, and he different. basically just changed my grade to to a C. <laughs> 
um but that's different, just get though. me out of this hair see my i was actually trying when i wrote well, my paper like you're sure. just like chris is like i was right so but i'm smart. just saying i just played dumb <laughs> that's like a trump statement listen i okay i wrote the best paper it is the best paper that's ever been written even my professors from when i went to school said it was the greatest paper and even melania would say she raised my papers from back in business school and they're terrific the best that i've ever been okay <laughs> I didn't say that. I actually said he said no. It was I know, crap. but like, but like, you, your funny. Chris is like, well, listen, I, I didn't care. It'd about be the more like I'm saying. You're talking like, like a, I'm, I'm like talking shit Trump about myself. Talking cause... about the electoral college. He's like, if the, you know, I won it, even though, because the rules were that you had to write the paper this way. If if I had known that people wanted me to write the paper the other way, I would have done it that way, and I would have been the best at it. So it'd be something. Like uh, now, uh, Chris, um, what I want to what, what I want to say um, <laughs> is, uh, if you would have written the paper a little bit better, uh, uh, then maybe the the teacher wouldn't have been so hard on you. Listen, Obama, I didn't need to do that. Okay, <laughs> I just love uh, I love it. I love the dynamics of politics today, and um, I know where to get get into that a little bit. But um, and now. Uh, the stuff with like Tom Arnold and all that fun shit. And you posted that, right? Um, it was you that posted, right? Yeah, yeah I posted I it in the group. Well, no, it, I because I, I was gonna say I think I I think I was reading it. Um, was it the Daily Wire? Is that what yeah. it is? It but before we get into because I saw it on there and I saw like I watched a couple different clips and I'm like this guy's fucking crazy. I got a question though before we get into that because a lot of people don't know we do hair and press and um, no we don't. we, we kind of started off as um, Jesse and Chris created a, a world a fantasy world and. Um, they're really into like building this world and creating, um, like doing a map and actually getting out into the very details and writing a whole history of this, uh, world called Heron. And then I came along with like core stories and stuff, but Jesse, were you always good at writing? Is that something that was always been like one of your strengths? I've been writing forever, but I was always very terrible at it. So, cause I had the same problem. I, I had the same story when I was in college. I think that's what they do in college. They just thought you're an idiot. I just remember. Much. Well, I just I remember he was like my. Uh, oh, what do they what do they call that? He's also the guy Literature. that helps with all your shit. Oh, your advisor. advisor? He was yeah. also my advisor, but he was he was he was the head of like the history department too, and my advisor. And he was like, "This is crap. Like, what are you doing? Like, he's like, it's does this does not have an apostrophe. I was using, <laughs> I was using like I remember him saying that to me. And I'm like, fuck, did I make that mistake a bunch of times? Um, so I guess I didn't even under. I guess I was completely fucking up the its and its. Like, uh, oh yeah, are the twos? I uh, used to be stupid. I used to be illiterate on how to when to use two and not to use two. Yeah, I think and, that was my how biggest basic problem. Is that? But I mean, That's most so- of, most of the time I would try to build too big of a story because I did that in college too because we had we had a medieval history class and it was like oh, a, so awesome. I was I was doing like this medieval history um, fa- not not really fantasy story but kind of like a historical fiction. And I had so many different characters from so many different places, and I there's no way like I couldn't do it. I, I so basically I always fuck up on that. Um, yeah, but yeah. you gotten better, and you're good at editing though. Out of everybody in our group, you're the best no, at probably editing. But really, the, here's the problem with that is I'm actually pretty dumb when it comes to English. Um, I think that I I understand a lot of uh, I intuitively I intuitively know how something's supposed to sound. But if you asked me to break down a sentence, I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I could not. I never actually learned how to do those 
sentence diagrams. See, I'm there? really good at those. Isn't that fucking weird? And like, I'm see, I'm good at like throwing shit on that paper. That is weird. <laughs> like, no, it is. It, 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 <laughs> no, it's fucking. Up from Chris's face. No, no, it, dude, it's definitely weird because I'm good at like slinging shit on paper and creating a story. And it may not be the best writing, but I can pump out a lot of words and at least get the idea down. And then um, Chris is a little different because Chris like writes one line at a time, and then like, well, and like his writing is usually perfect when it comes off. It's the exact wrong way to write. Yeah, but it's from it's, everything I've read. Chris writes. It sucks though, because like when the editor sends back my shit, it's like, it's like a red, 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 red. You know, I'm like, well, at least I got like a thousand words there. You know, I can like X out like twenty of those. I can write another thousand. You know. Chris writes at least one sentence and no more than one sentence a day, <laughs> and then he sits out and ponders over it for hours. <laughs> That's being generous. <laughs> it's actually probably true. It's a good, it's a good sentence though. Uh, no, it's a fucking. It's the best sentence. Um. But how, fuck, how long? So when we when we started doing strange loops, how long did you guys start on them? When did you guys start writing those main characters? It's been fucking six years, right? When no, no. those characters we, those, we that created one was them actually on pretty fast. No, 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 not those actual sto- not those actual stories, but the characters have been around forever, no, right? No, those ones. Okay. We we had them. Uh, they were probably like in oh you 2014, mean the twenty fifteen yeah the drawing probably oh right? okay the drawing's yeah. been around no, for a long time no actually probably came out in twenty thirteen because I think it came out oh, fuck dude it's twenty eighteen so yeah. about six years well, I'm not like, right yeah that first uh, song of a truck came out in twenty thirteen but they weren't really characters yet it was okay. just like us with yeah. like funny well because like, I just remember it's like, Jesse hey, get these cool versions of us yeah yeah it's I just like remember Jesse and I were talking steampunk about steampunk Viking and a yeah a medieval cowboy and it was well, Jesse and I were talking about um Heron Press and and um doing that horror anthology and i remember him talking about like you guys had discussed this other arcing story and it kind of we actually put strange loops together pretty fast and um kind of I, well yeah well I, but I mean, once I, we so once we started writing it though there's someone has to finish doing Jesse, some you new wanna, edits why don't you take comments just to kind of explain what strange loops is i don't know should we do that in here because i'd like to have brand ones i want to know i know I but just have, a, like all four of us here to talk about our characters. Yeah, but we're already talking about it, so we can have a different podcast about it. But then we have to have two conversations. Well, so, no, I'm, I'm just joking. Um, it's actually kind of difficult to explain, I guess. Time I, travel. Uh, yeah, yeah. you have like a, a Viking, a cowboy, an assassin, and a scientist from the future all coming together with time travel. I think that's usually like the simplest way to and explain it. And also, um, it's wish fulfillment writing. It's like if we are the characters. Yeah. So yeah. it's we're like, you know, you're not supposed to do that, but. We want to um, do something different. We just wanted to do it. And then I think we, because we're such good writers, well, we, we made it well. And I had fun with it. Regardless of the fact that we were doing it the wrong way. Well, who cares? And that's and I think that's the way that people get get ahead in life you know they do shit the wrong way sometimes and i actually had fun with it because with my story like i have a pit bull named hope she's fucking awesome and beautiful and jesse had a great idea is like let's make her a fucking like half cyborg dog that's like a psychic and when i when i first wrote the story and jesse went back and re-edited some of it he put some better lines in there for the punchlines and actually kind of worked really well as far as it came out, and it's like, um, what, what are we comparing so, it to? Sometimes I'm way better at uh, like spot editing pieces or adding in like just some lines um, than I am at actually writing something. Uh, once I'm, I'm usually there's sometimes I'm pretty good at that when I can come up with some good ideas, 
just to enhance something as opposed to doing some myself or well, look at apart look at apartment B. I mean that that turned Which out really we good. We really need to go back and, and rewrite that whole thing. Um, yeah, because my suggestion was actually taking it and making it into its own novella. Yeah, we we need to do that, uh, and, it, and it needs to be cleaned up because I mean it's not a, it's not it's clean. not as good as it could be, right now. Well, did I? Broke? I know writing's never done. Like right, it's like never done. It's never finished. I'm still going back through my first piece to try to get it all taken care of, and it's not it's not there. And actually, I've been kind of man. It's haven't been able to write in a while. Yeah, it's 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 hard. You know, it's hard to like take time and and sit down and do it. But once I once I get my mind clear and I can sit down, I can pump out a lot of words, and I may keep half of those words once it's said and done. But at least there's something on a page I can build off of. Um, Chris is still working on uh, two sentences. You know, it's been three years, but it's getting there. We're, we're really hopeful. You know, the next five years that we can publish. Uh, Strange loops. Yeah, he's gonna finish. You gonna finish up uh, reading that there, Chris? Yeah. Well, so then Matt can read it, and then Brand can read it. Matt doesn't need to read it. Oh, that's true. Like he can just read it for fun. But you almost done reading <laughs> you it. I do not need to read that. <laughs> you, I said that it was really funny when I said that in a chat the other day. Just is like I don't want to be blending. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to edit it. <laughs> like I'm the last well, person no, that, yeah, that I, needs to be doing that. Yeah, I was just well, we, we were going one at a time just so there wasn't four people trying to edit pieces and being like, oh, here's these pieces, you know. Or, hey, I found this thing in your story too, and then it's like a jumbled mess. So we can kind of control can, with the master can't copies. Rush out. perfection, Jesse. <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, I mean, based on our timeline, and if we were ever aiming for perfection, I think that would be accurate. So, wouldn't wouldn't Chris's cowboy be pretty conservative? Uh, cowboys, I mean, they were kind of they may, they may not be because they'd be a little bit outside of society, right? I mean, yeah, I think there'd be there'd be a possibility of being a little more liberal. Um, and I, from my understanding, cowboys were actually really they were typically like the poorest people, weren't they? And from my understanding, there was also a lot of black cowboys. Um, yeah, because yeah, it were... was like the lowest. It was like the lowest well, rung of a lot of men that would tend to be poorer, and they would kind well, of move around. Well, a lot. and technically, if you want to get really historical about it, my <laughs> character is not a cowboy because he's not a. He's he's not out there herding cattle across the plains. He's like a hired gun kind of guy. But he has so, a cowboy hat on. Yeah, I mean, nowadays we use cowboys to mean basically anybody during the Wild West. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you had a gun? Oh, yeah. You must be a cowboy. And you and lived a, in the cowboy hat. And you lived yeah. west of the Mississippi? You're yeah. a cowboy. Yeah. No, or I, you're I, a I wife knew, of a cowboy. I knew there's historical differences, but I just. Or you're a hooker. I was just going, <laughs> yeah. I was going somewhere with that. Um, but no, what I, what I was going to say, though, is like, it seems like a lot of people, because you never see that really portrayed that, that a lot of cowboys, because um, I, I, I want to say I've even seen a percentage. A lot of cowboys were actually black. Um, I, I just find that interesting because you never see that anywhere. Anytime you ever watch a movie, Unforgiven. the cowboys are all white. Well, yeah, was, but unless they throw in like the, it's like you know they try to randomly throw in somebody. Tombstone. But uh, it's not. Cause is there is there a single one in Tombstone? No, I don't think so. Well, there's and a, Unforgiven. There, there is. There's like one, Morgan I think. Freeman. But t- t- in Tombstone, there's they're all like the the out the like the the outcast. Django Unchained. Okay. Just... See now we're just getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Quentin Tarantino! I saw a great interview with him. He just like kind of like smacked an interviewer for giving him shit about violent films. Like like his his he violent... physically slapped them. No, with his words, Chris. He he pulled a he pulled a Christopher Powell and went all over his ass. It was awesome. Well, there's there's been a lot of stuff around him because it was like 
his mild, it seemed like he had like a mild defense for Harvey Weinstein, or that he was friends with Harvey Weinstein. That was him, right? Well, a, a lot of his f- films were financed by Harvey Weinstein. So he kind of, and, and I'm not saying that he knew anything. I'm not but didn't say, Harvey I'm not Weinstein finance a lot of people's films? He did. Well, it was also right, like because uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Matt Damon were also like you know helping and Russell Crowe. That's who it was. It was Russell Crowe, wasn't it? And they were like trying to stomp on stories that were trying to get out and different things. Like they were calling people. And I'm not saying they even knew what he was doing. I have no idea about that. So maybe they were just trying to help out a friend, and maybe he also was holding some strings for them too. I, I don't know. It's right. a fucking mess, anyhow. Really, I mean Hollywood's a fucking disaster right now. But I mean, that's that's kind of always been Hollywood. And I, I don't think Hollywood's actually indicative of American culture at all. But I've heard that for years, though, that that even like, um, well, who was that fucking pretty boy from like the 70s? Um, I have no idea. Real, real pretty boy, rolled up smokes in his, you know, oh, in his shirt. Um, I know J- you're James Dean? About. James Dean, yes. There was, there's some stories that came, and I, and I don't know if this is, I'd have to double check to make sure that's definitely true. But from my understanding, he was actually like having sex with directors and stuff, male directors. Um, that that he that he was also doing things to be in films, I believe. Um, it's funny that's you would call him a pretty boy, James. He was, Dean? A, he was a pretty boy. What do you mean? Well, pretty boy to me has this kind of like oh, okay. fair connotation, like yeah, but we're talking wimpy a, he, and but he was a, he was a well, I mean like he was pretty boy. Back I mean he was handsome. Okay, for that mean, time he would have been like I guess that would have been like a greasy. rugged. He was a yeah. greasy. He was a right. greaser. Yeah, a rebel. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he, a he rebel would have, without if, a cause. If we're talking about outsiders, he would have been a grease. A yes, greaser. yes. Okay, but I'm just saying, like for today's standards, like he's like a. If you look back at like Pretty Boys, it just it seems like he's no, a pretty boy. no. But in movie standards, as far know. as like his casting goes, he was a teeny bop for sure. You know, because um, the, all the teenagers started rolling their their yeah, he was cigarettes in their like sleeves a heart throb, too. Right? Yeah, so. there you go, heartthrob. Yeah, he's I'd like go a, with heartthrob. Yeah. So, but no, um, I think that's it's it's interesting to see uh, to see that play out, especially when you start looking at how the stories really start going and, and versus how the media starts displaying them. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fucking mess. It's always been a mess. Like you look at, uh, when they talked about George Lucas and, um, Carrie Fisher was Elvis a pretty boy early on. I yes. would say certainly. Yes, Elvis is definitely a pretty boy. Um, I, I feel like if you rewound the clock back to the fifties and you said that you'd get your mouth punched. Really? Yes. But how, okay. how violent do you think our ancestors were? But we're talking they were pretty damn violent. Well, we're talking different though. We're talking okay. So pretty boy doesn't mean like um, some weak, um, or like Bill Burr would say a fag or a douchebag. Is that is that what you're saying? No. Well, I'm I'm saying like someone who's like all they care about is their looks and looking pretty, and they don't want to get dirty. They don't want to rough it up. They're they're not masculine they're not well, considering aggressive how, considering how elvis lived they're not tough the type of clothes that elvis wore like all of his elvis outfits he was definitely kind of no having style doesn't make you a pretty boy at least not traditionally i don't know a little bit is john That's, wayne a pretty boy no but, but i would have said like but john wayne didn't have style yeah he did i would have said john like wayne, back just in the day a certain way he had style. I would have said like Brad Pitt's a pretty boy, and I'm sure some people would be like, "Oh, he's rugged, you know, or he's this or he's no, that." No, I think Brad Pitt would qualify. But he's not. But yeah, but he's not like a. I don't consider Brad Pitt like a pussy. Like some no. Some guys who are pretty boys are certainly they're just pussies. John Wayne's definitely not a pussy. Um, but doesn't have a his style is he's a cowboy. Like that was John Wayne. 
You know what I mean? John Wayne. I mean, he played an aviator once, I think, but he played different roles. But like, he, he also played Genghis Khan. <laughs> did he? That was John yes. Wayne, right? Yes, oh he did. shit! Yeah. I did not know that. But <laughs> yeah, yes. that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. He was like, that's... I think he was drunk while he did that role or something. <laughs> Um, and maybe not. I'm, would you that's, call? I'm spreading rumors. Would you call Conan a pretty me. boy? Arnold Schwarzenegger, like he be, he became kind of a pretty boy. No, like no. Would you call him? In, no, I'm I'm saying Arnold. I'm talking about Conan. Conan had style. No, Conan is not a pretty boy. Exactly. Conan, Conan had no style. He's like the sujenary of actually uh, Conan during like towards like the middle of the movie. Boy. He did become a pretty boy when he's like eating grapes and like he's sitting fat on the uh, throne. Totally blueberries. 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 Sorry, but. The total pretty boy there. Yeah, that makes him more of a pretty boy, Justin. That's not <laughs> this is, Actually, that's worse. Yeah, they were blueberries. That's like, more of a... He was telling a story about how he used to remember uh, being in fields or something with his dad eating wild blueberries mm-hmm. that's more that's... than 20 years ago. Wow. Christy, you know, so Chris, you know what I found 20 out? 20 years of pitiless Conan cumber. was a basic bitch. Yeah. Monica was right all these years. Yeah, he is a basic bitch. You know, if you guys go back and watch Conan and you start paying attention... You'll find out that Valeria's name is never used in the film. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we Brian and I read that because we you know we went back. Why and would I waste the effort when I have you to tell me? But that? I mean, <laughs> like, like, it was so obvious that was her name, right? But at the same time, it, her name is never used once in the film. And I'm like, how the fuck did I know that? I must so have what just seen they call it on the box in the film. They never, they never refer to her by name. She's hot though. Maybe it's a deleted scene. No, I don't. I think I've seen all the deleted scenes, because um, they they put that trivia up there, and we saw it before we watched it, and I was like, and we watched it, and I'm like, oh my god, they're right. Like there's no, they never say her name in it. That's that's. I really, find that pretty bizarre for her being that big of a character. That's a huge. Flaw. Yeah, Sandal Bergman. I mean, well, I'm a huge. I guess it depends on if you think that matters or not. Because obviously, it obviously they doesn't. obviously they showed it in other ways. Um, I mean, every through, other character got a name. Does somebody? No, that's true. So even when they're even when the even na- Rexor and Thorgrim, even when the narrator like sexism. you know how the narrator comes on, he doesn't never say ta- her name. Never says her name. Fuck, I never realized that. Never says her name, um, which is ridiculous. That is that is that's a little weird. Yeah, especially for being a movie, you know, with and it, especially with her meeting Conan so early in the movie, sexism. And spoiler alert, she's um, like the she's like one of the main characters. I know in that that's movie. what I'm saying. And then she dies oh, like, it's in like that, sexism in that heroic yeah. epic way. At the end, she dies, and then Conan makes love to her corpse afterwards. I mean, I thought that, and you don't, they didn't even say her name. It's weird. Yeah, but he didn't finish though, so I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Chris, like you can do that with a corpse, Chris, but you can't Chris, finish because then it's is, wrong. Is it rape if she's already dead? Um, no. No, <laughs> oh, answer that. Chris? It's, it's your it's is it rape to do it to a couch? Are you raping a couch? Did Chris compare Maybe. a girl to a couch? No, a dead. <laughs> I, care, I, I compared an com- inanimate object to an inanimate object. I think you just, I think you just compared a I, dead I'm, woman to I'm a falling couch. In, I'm falling in love with Chris. He's a he-man I'm saying when you die, you're dead. You're not. You're just a collection of. I think Chris has called all women atoms. inanimate objects. No, I, I, all dead things. <laughs> I think he's saying like a dead woman is basically the same as a couch. Like you can just lay on them and get comfortable. Which is the same thing as a dead man. There we go. Clarification. So Chris is just a psycho instead, actually. No, I don't condone having sex with inanimate objects. Wait. Why not? What type of inanimate object are you talking about? What's wrong with having sex with an inanimate object? Um, you don't believe in sex dolls? 
I don't believe in them. You don't, like, yeah, you don't believe they exist? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Of course not. Question. I've not seen one, therefore they don't exist. <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. It's, Chris, change Chris, my mind. Chris, change. Also feels a, Chris also feels the exact same way about the female orgasm. <laughs> change my mind. I've never seen one, therefore it doesn't exist. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, that wasn't clever. It was, a, it was all right. Never mind. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> chirp, chirp. No, but um, that's pretty funny. So, um, <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so, back to when we were talking about um, inanimate objects. Uh, so, because Brant sent over that, that, I don't know how Brant found that link with like the, the realism sex dolls. Those things are crazy. They almost look like wax dolls. If you, did you, did you go You're surprised that Brant would be able to give you that link at the drop of a hat? And that they would yes. all be Asian, I'm sure. Because every every other thing he posts is all about Asian stuff. It is. Time. It's well anime. He's so into anime. He you know he'll be like, oh here's this really fucking weird video, and it's like these. Okay, dude, that like video the, was the, fucked up. Yeah, that video was well, fucked up, and or like well, the weird Asian holograms. That, but they're weird. <laughs> it's fucked up, Chris. Like, well, I don't. For even me, Brand, even Brand's like, what the fuck weird, am I watching? So. Fucked up for me is more okay, like so. We're, like we're obviously on the podcast. We gotta explain. Disturbing. We gotta explain. I didn't the find video. it disturbing, but it was bizarre. How would you explain that video? It was like a girl saying, "I'm sorry," or she was saying. Okay, Chris. Okay, here's the, the basic gist of it: was don't eat, your, don't eat and litter on the train because, like, you're eating shit on the train is like inconveniencing somebody else because people are like either loud eaters or sloppy eaters or they leave their trash everywhere. Um, I know a couple of people where they chomp really loud and it just drives me fucking insane. But um, it's okay, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, anyhow. So with this, but and it's in, it's like a Japanese girl and she's like a cheerleader. It's it's fucking weird. And she's like happily. It is weird. It's she's happily yelling at us in a way. I don't know how to explain it. It's I wish I wish I knew the I wish I knew the name of it so I could tell people to like the the hundred people that watch us to go um go watch it. We get a hundred people. Yeah. Not yet. We're trending. Sure. I better put some pants on. <laughs> they can line up beside the door. Hey, Matt laughed. Well, I don't know. Like I mean, I'm, in my head, I was thinking like. Maybe if you had your pants off, we get more listeners. <laughs> so maybe you should literally take your pants off. Um, yes, if we get a thousand subscribers, I will take my pants off. <laughs> Sweet. On the video podcast? No, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good video. You'll have to describe it, Chelsea. That'd be the unboxing of Chris. <laughs> so, um,. Jesse, today earlier you mentioned uh, the Time Ma- Time article, uh, the Time magazine article, coming out with that picture of Trump and the little girl. Yeah, what about it? Um, I was listening to Ben Shapiro talk about it, and he, I guess that little girl actually she, nev- was she was ne- never ne- separated, never separated. From, her, from her family. There was a story, and I don't I don't know if it's true yet or not. We'll see. But the dad is saying. Because the dad, he still lives in like uh, Honduras, I think. Well, and then and he was saying that the the that his wife stole that kid and just and she took off the kids. border. She has two other kids yet with him. That so three kids. Oh, total. Those three. I thought yeah. there was three kids. No, three, three kids. So when she left yep. two of them with him, took the one and tried to cross the border, and uh, you know she they're being detained together, but they were never separated. And, and it, but it but it look it's it's just. It's just like yellow journalism type stuff. Like it's it sells really well. Right? Actually, I would I disagree with that. But we're, you don't think it sells quick. well? Like because she's so no no that not girl that is so part iconic. The yellow dirt. So, but it's 
were there a bunch of families getting separated? It's but was, whether this no, individual no, one. See, that's what the left always does. The left no, does the show oh, every time. Hold on, not, one second. No, Wait, before the left, I would say this, the left always if this says, was a conservative thing, I would make the no, same the, argument. No, the left gets debunked on something, no, right? They'll be like, oh, there's, there's this kid. And then they'll be like, well, wrong. It's, hap- it's happening somewhere, so it's still true. Wrong. Okay, hold on one second. One, it's happening somewhere, so it's still okay. So, so no. but, here's, but here's real quick before we get into the, the separation. So the the thing about the, the article that's weird is then the um, the embassy person contacts the United States and says, yes, it's actually – they back up the dad saying, yeah, that's oh, actually – Oh, I hadn't heard that part. Um, that they backed up his story saying that, that that child was actually never separated. They actually went above and beyond to make sure that the the child had all the care that um, it was needed. And it said that she was sat down for like two to five minutes, picked back up, and stopped crying. My, my thing is – and this is why people – side with trump and i wish the media would stop doing stupid shit like this they take a story that they knew was wrong yep and they, 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 they could do this they, a lot Keep they, going. They, well my thing is here and here's what pisses me off they could have found separate kids at the board that were actually being separated yep. said they knew the story was wrong and they still went ahead and published it because they were trying to make a point that that did exist in my opinion there was issues going on but then they ran with it and then and then it's like oh, okay well this doesn't exist and then the same shit with melania's coat you know it's just like they compound these situations and they um and michelle michelle's arms and like they do this stupid shit whether you're left or right media and then people don't want to listen to them anymore because they're not they're not truthful about it and that's why i like ask nine media like what we're doing as far as you know having rampant speculation or other shit on there's because at least we're going to tell how we believe it and the facts we're not going to try to put some stupid biased spin on it um and especially when you start looking at like why why run that fucking time why even put the cover on it why not go find a real picture? You tell me they. But here's my thing. They couldn't um, find a real I'm picture. I'm not necessarily a hundred percent disagreeing with you. I'm saying, it in this case, it is irrelevant because the story is much more important, and that is not true. This is not detract from the actual story at all. No, I, I don't. We're not saying it detracts. No, Jesse is saying that. I do. I do think that it detracts. It's, it's because like, this one so thing is wrong, kids. and that means okay, let's go ahead and throw away all those other kids, separate them from their. No, families. I'm saying like no. Don't, that part is don't pass off false information. That's all right, but it, that pa- that doesn't matter. You don't think? Do you? Think I mean, that, that matters were... in a larger sense, but this is not the issue okay, to draw but, to draw a line in the sand. Do you on. think that they were trying to portray that girl as someone who had been separated in the family separation Obviously, case? Yes, they Obviously, did. yes. Obviously, yes. Why do that? There's other kids that were actually being separated. Right. That were that was like a travesty. Instead of using this one, which obviously which is wasn't, why, but that's to me, what they that do. It's just a distraction. You know, Trump's gonna totally run with this. Well, I would I, if I were him. I well, because then Colbert. Because here's here's what pisses me off about it, Chris. This, this, <laughs> no, this Colbert. Is, he's he. Do I you just see what he did to it? Don Lemon. And oh my God! Like I, I was gonna post a day in the chat. I didn't. So here's what pisses me off about it, and I agree with Chris on this. It's. Don't don't draw your don't draw a line in the sand because kids obviously shouldn't be separated. But here's and here's a problem with this, and this is why I like Ben that's Shapiro. That's actually kind of a that's a difficult situation. No, okay. I know, but but this is why I like Ben Shapiro. So this is what pisses me off. They ran with this article, and then people like Colbert take it and um and play to the emotions on the left. Yep. And he sits there and he takes the image and shows a little girl kicking Trump in the nuts. Fuck that. I mean, I. I and then, because because here's the thing is in in 2000. Did you, did you see the Babylonian B article I posted? And there was I a didn't. it was the same time picture, right? It was the same time front, but it was the little girl like flying, and then the Babylonian B one is like, um, you know, uh, Trump didn't actually punt the you know whatever the little girl. It was really funny. Uh, keep going. But and and so 
in yep. 2015 and like 2016, mm -hmm. the Obama administration was sued for how it was detaining um, minors that were coming unaccompanied to across the border, and they weren't detained correctly. And they were sued because they were actually, when they um, put those kids into foster care, they didn't do a background check on the guy they put them into, and that guy was actually a ringleader for other children. So, and my issue was, it has never been fixed. It wasn't like... Now yeah. Trump's zero tolerance policy. Wrong. Like, I mean, that's a mischaracterization of what's happening. But no, 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 I mean, no. It, it is. No, it is. You're exactly no, right. It's it's exactly. I don't know if it's a mischaracterization. It's, it's, yeah, it's you mis haven't said what you're. No, I know. I mean, me, it's let, true that Chris, that, that happened, finish. but that's not what's happening now. I, yeah. Let me finish. I okay. first of all, first of all, I said there were minors unaccompanied. So right, I, I predis predisposed. Well, it's, it's completely different what's happening. Eighty percent well, of the people that Trump has right now, by the way, were also unaccompanied minors. So, but here's but here's what here's what I'm saying is my my point is like this situation because the left and the right can never figure out a way to fix it it never got fixed and my, what pisses me off is then you have people like trump coming in and jeff sessions who said we're gonna have we're gonna enforce a policy well, and there's you know no jeff session is jeff sessions like fucking text i know i know it's it's really annoying jeff sessions. it's really annoying and he's like we're having zero point tolerance so when they start separating parents and children and then trump can't he can't do a, an executive order because you have to go to the ninth court of appeals <laughs> because it's a the executive order doesn't mean anything because yeah. if you that actually gets challenged have to... in court, he's probably going to lose because now now it's basically saying that they can indefinitely hold children in detention. And so here's and here's my thing. So instead of yeah. instead of Trump trying to trying to gain points for his wall, instead of the liberals trying to gain points for DACA, why can't we just fucking pass sensible legislation overnight and then and and it just move on with it? But we don't do that. Well, okay, I'll, I will point out this. Okay. Um, and I'm not, I'm not attacking either party. I'm just, well, it's, a, it's a true question. So go ahead. I, I agree. Both, both parties obviously have a lot to answer for in terms of what they, you know, not getting stuff done. But on this particular issue, the the Democrats are, that looks fine. Go ahead. <laughs> on this particular issue, it it's not actually, this one isn't actually, wasn't being held as a bargaining chip by the Democrats. It, be prior to the, um, what well, I can't even think now because you guys are just no. keep looking at the, the laughing at me. No, I, the, we're not laughing. I, I pointed, Jeffy's laughing at you're, what about you just the said. volume of the my voice. I, actually, I was pointing at him just because I was gonna I, I was gonna disagree with you saying that the Democrats weren't gonna use it as like a. a well, they haven't, and I, they might use it in the future. They haven't to this point. They're sitting behind closed doors. I think that they were doing it. Go ahead. Keep they, they, there was a bill that all it said was don't separate families, and they had all signed okay. it, and no Republicans from, from my understanding, it. Ted Cruz was trying to pass a bill that all it was was don't yes, separate families. No, he was trying to. He never double, finished drafting it by the time Trump did but, his executive but order. But double um, the amount of judges, about, of, of immigration yes, judges, right. and they didn't like that. But Jesse, but well, Jesse, because like he also said you only had 14 days to decide. But Jesse, case. but here, but here's a problem with that. Yeah, because but you'd be doubling the judges, so that therefore you would, would that never be enough. Would days. that really be enough? But Jesse, here's a so. But wait, but wait, there's but, a problem with this backlog, statement. We have a backlog of like uh, there's a, I can't remember how many thousands of people. It's but like 40,000 people or something. But like there's that. a problem right there. We have but so. Whatever. That's fine. He didn't actually finish Chris, writing it. But you're right because. Because sure. Trump said it himself. Yes. We have so many judges. We have thousands and thousands of judges. I we just don't have No, but, but he was making funny. But my like, point is, he was like, is that they want to hire prior more to this policy change by Jeff Sessions that was abrupt. It's not and, a real policy change. And just though. like travel ban. You no, know, it was. Keep going. No, you, there's no requirement there's no that they have to process there, the first 
thing. They're not. But but here's the thing. They're not. They're, the policy isn't to separate families. The policy is to actually prosecute people that come that come across the border. And if they, from my understanding, if they've already had, like, it can become a felony if they've illegally crossed the border before. So, like, if they do it like a second time, it can become a felony when they're not at ports sure. of entry. Which means they would definitely be prosecuted if they illegally cross, not at a port of entry. Yes. Um, and the and, and the law states that you cannot you cannot you have to separate once the once a prosecutor will find you have to separate the child and the, the parents. The child cannot Stupid be in detention law. for more than twenty days. Yes. Which it, no, it, well, it makes sense. It but makes, in it, this case, if you if your system's so backlogged and it takes more than twenty days to do these cases, then you have to split these families well, up, and that's a fucking mess. It, it makes sense if if you're a child and molester or a murderer, if just you're implement things without thinking them through. Well, yeah, that's the problem but with implement politics. Implement what, though? No, that's the problem with what, Trump. But what they, what they, what did they implement? Oh, I mean, no, I get what you're no, saying. The, the zero the tolerance policy. They, well, they, Chris, that's but what that they means, implemented. But that means they're just enforcing a law that's already on the books. They're not creating no, a new law. No, but you can. Inf- there's multiple ways to enforce it. That, no, no, <laughs> that's not a bullshit. But I'm just saying workaround thing. That's true. Enforcing like the, law. the way Obama enforced it is he deported them immediately and as a family unit. And that's not true. He did catch release. He did catch and release. Yeah, if, that's if what you, catch and release is. He no, catch no. them and then release them back in their home countries. The other no, one, no, 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 there's no, two. Would catch no, there's two here. aspects. Of, okay, okay. There's the, okay. If they're asylum seekers, if they're asylum down. seekers, then what they do is they had they put them on um, <laughs> reconnaissance or like you know parole thing until their hearing. So they could, if they show up that hearing, seventy five percent though. There's actually that's good what rates I on would that. just. Said uh, there's conflicting uh, reports on what the rates are of who comes across. Anyway, so as I was saying, that's exactly you, what I was why saying. Are you freaking when you out? Nobody me. is saying anything to you. You just interrupted me to tell me the thing that I was just saying. Okay, well, why don't you just say it then? Because you interrupted me. <laughs> so we're, anyway, we're waiting, Chris. So that's one half of catch and release. The other half, I mean, he did this with a lot of them. They would just send them back to the country, and that's 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 not happening now either with Jeff Sessions. They're not saying. Oh, just send them back to their country. They're they're keeping everybody in detention. Well, I think they could have thought it through a little. And better. they specifically did say that the uh, the policy of separating families was a deterrent. Well, it's it's not like they didn't consider it. They just yeah, thought it was a good thing. From my understanding, I think that that did actually happen under Obama too. Like there's a unless all those kids that were in cages that you see the pictures of in in 2014. No, they were all unaccompanied minors. Yeah. Don't all you remember that? Yes, yes there they was were this, not. I don't think they all were. Large because group of if you're going to prosecute any of them, like three months before they even showed yeah, up. Yeah, but it's on the Daily Wire now, and they're saying that's not. I don't think that's exactly correct. Oh, but the you, Daily Wire. Yes. But here's the thing. Like, but I'm, I'm going to say, trust that. if any to any of those people that were prosecuted for illegally crossing. They would have been separated from their kid for at least a certain amount of time. Obama never pushed that though. That Obama been, did a no, catch release. Uh, well, initially so. they did. Initially they did, and he backed off of it after that. Oh. After that story hit, from see, because from what I heard, but it wasn't to the same level. So here's and here's what I heard, and here's how when I was listening to Shapiro, we're he talking was about saying, two thousand children, by the way. Yeah, no, I know, and but and the who thing knows? Is, and we also have no idea how long some of these kids, like, you know, well, we're saying that two thousand were had been separated. That doesn't mean two thousand have been separated for long periods. Well, of time. what's crazy is I, I mean, just two thousand have been separated. But here's and the reason I brought. One second, Chris. And this just started in like April point. or May. The reason um, I brought the Ben Shapiro case up was I understand. because... Like if it's, what if it's a day, Chris? You're acting like that doesn't matter the time frame of when they're separated and how long they're separated for. It does matter. How does that... How does that okay, then why are you going, ooh, ooh? No, no. It, it, any amount of time matters. So if they... <laughs> what are you supposed to do with these people? 
Like, I mean, what, well, what, are you, what are you supposed to do with them? Like, would you rather them just put them uh, in cages and then, and then what? I think you turn them around the border, send them packing. Well, we could... Well, the, the problem is they're from a couple... A lot of these people are from a couple thousand miles away. I know, dude. But, I mean, if here's the thing is... Okay. And, and then they just made this long-ass journey. Well, let's, let's, let's um, unpack it a little bit. So, here's... So, here's... Because I think we can get somewhere. So, when I was... Well, getting ready to say... So, when... Back in 2016, when that um, case was finally brought to light, some, like, 5,000 kids came up missing because of that ring um, that they ended up prosecuting that one gentleman under. Um, I tried to put it in my memory to remember. Are you talking, about the, are you talking about the farming one where they yeah. were using these kids as slaves? Or are you yep. talking about the... the uh, sex traffickers that were also given children both i don't think it was a ton of kids but we don't, we don't know we don't know but there's like we don't know but but there's only but the like report, uh, from my understanding there's only like two or three dozen i found a good snopes they know that it well, i found a good snopes article on it and it was bringing up the and it gave the good um references but the only reason i was bringing that back up because cnn just put in their headlines that kids at the detainees were being forced drugs and they were being treated terribly and the problem is like well no fucking shit because it was never fixed and We've had ample time to fix it, but we don't fix it. And my point is, like, this is where we drop the ball. It's not the fact that Trump had a zero tolerance policy. You know what I mean? It's the fact that this was even put on the books in the first place. And yes, the blame starts there. You gotta acutely, you gotta find the specific reason why there's a law in the books, and you go attack that law. And then is that the Flores? Is that is that the Reno Flores? Yes, uh, yeah, the Reno Flores. Yeah. So I was getting ready to get to that. So my point is, so we we know how to fix it. Janet fucking Reno. Well, and, and <laughs> that is, and I, I here's what keep I think. Going. I hate Janet Reno. Well, here's what I think. I mean, if if we're if we're seeking asylum, and they found a couple of cases where that lady, the reason it was so important that I that the Times Magazine brought up is because she was seeking asylum, and her husband has a good paying job, and the kids are taken care of, and she's not running. She's not running away from anything. That uh, I don't know if there's a domestic dispute or I don't know enough about the case to say that she's not running away from her husband. But the other two kids are with her husband. He's saying, hey, listen, we had a good life here. She's going to America. Now, I don't know what to believe. Well, but she, is that asylum? Supposedly though? it was. Well, no. Well, according to Jeff Sessions, <laughs> Jeff Sessions, it is not. Because a lot of other people are coming up. They'll, like, quote, like, uh, because of gang violence or just, you know, uh, just crime in general or things like that. And he's like, no, these are not what you claim asylum for. So these people are getting, they're getting turned away. And I would disagree with some of that because if you're in Honduras and you, if you're in some of those areas, gang violence is definitely a reason to claim asylum because the problem is, and and I don't know how you fix those countries as far as um, I know Clinton gave him money. I know um, but, Obama tried to give those countries money. He, Obama tried to convince Mexico to take some of those. Um, uh, and I think that was a good way to do it too is try to – and see, that's kind of what I liked about Obama is that like he actually tried to diplomatically get some of the other countries in, uh, in Latin America to take some of those uh, refugees coming across that all didn't hit America. Well, that's, that's we need to do problem. more shit like that. What I was going to say, like what I was going to say is like, okay, it's fine. Like you're going to say that you need, you know, you're going to you need to claim asylum because of all this gang violence. Then why don't you step on the next country that you went through, or the next one, or the next? Like you go all the way to the American border, because <laughs> well, I mean, there's places in Mexico that I'm sure are a lot nicer than where they came from. Um, it's not like they couldn't have went somewhere else, but they're like it's the, not just. But the odds of getting a job down, and that, that's a problem with Mexico right now. The odds of getting a job down where it's nice or where the work is at, like in the touristy areas, is really hard. Like talking to but some of those. All of this is uh, for me beside the point. Okay, there it's the separating of the families is not something you use as a. Uh, yeah, but Chris, we're uh, getting back to that though. We're talking. All right, I'll just stop. Let you guys have your own little. But we're, at a, we're we're working up to that point, though. 
Before, All right, make your point then. He doesn't like going systematically through something. No, no, what I'm saying right. is... Yeah, that's me. I'm totally anti-systematic. I actually have no idea what's going on with Chris right now. No, my... Well, I'm my... just trying to make a point. And no, what I'm, I'm asking you... Jump on. You can't make a point. We're no, just you, but, making a I'm point. fine with you making a point. No, you jump straight to the end though. I'm saying is before the get, before they even get here... This is the foreplay. Before, yeah, no, I exactly. You never heard but of it. Because in 2000, because there's some great reports about Obama reaching out to like Honduras and some of these other countries, paying them money or paying other countries money to try to take some of these refugees before they even get to America. And I get what Chris is. Chris is saying, listen, you should never take kids away from their parents because that is immoral, no matter what it are, and they shouldn't use the bargaining chips. We get that, and no one, no one in this room disagrees with that. And that's so my, my point. That's such a fucking new point to make. It's so stupid of a point that anybody can make. It's like, we shouldn't take kids away. Republicans don't like babies. We, don't, we get that. I don't, I don't think anybody if disagrees it was, with that. Then why did that point need to be made? It didn't. Yes, it did. We were doing it. The point needed to be made. We're, we're doing it. If, if that point didn't need to be made, I wouldn't have been making it right now because we wouldn't have started doing it as a country. No, what I'm saying is you know, we already made that point, though. We've already made this. We've already established this earlier that no one wants to see children taken away. Trump – now, now the Trump administration obviously took a while to get that point. We get that. My point when I asked – what I asked us to do is maybe unpack it and say, hey, listen, how can we stop all these refugees from flooding into our country? Okay, well, that was a question. That's not exactly how you phrase it. It was more... That's exactly what but, I asked. And the numbers are way... Like, in terms of people right. that are crossing in so those areas... So if we're going to talk about immigration and asylum, and then I'm going to take a different tact now, because that's a completely different subject, really, um, to... Because, no, for me, it was a one-issue thing. Oh, but no... And, we, and this policy, that's all I cared about here, in that regard. If you lower That's the, the only thing that mattered. But, so it... so. Because Jesse's like, well, what are you supposed to do then? Yeah, well, because there's so many people coming across it. I mean, at the, the very worst, worst case scenario, do exactly what Obama did: catch and release. That's ten well, times. I don't think they should be released. That's here. ten times a billion times better. Even releasing here, that's a billion times better. Regardless no. of your then separating them. You know what it's cheaper that's Exactly morally, what the left says. Yes. The left's like, oh, just okay, just then release I'm the them. Left. Just release them. Just. I mean, what are they going to do? The you know, illegal immigrants would you are be fine. Comfortable, would it's, you be comfortable with this? So why don't we... Because I heard this would be way cheaper. No, I'm not saying that there aren't other options. I'm just saying that, worst case scenario, that's still better than separating the families. So just, now, there are other options. Like, for one, they could do ankle bracelets. People cut them off. Track there, was, them. there were stories that broke about that, that the people that were Get putting better ankle, ones that, that they were, be cut they were off. cutting them off and throwing <laughs> like the them ones away and, and disappearing. Like the, Jesse, you're going to like this. <laughs> that was the story that came out in the last Like week. the ones in Running Man? <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's many... Let's build... Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm okay with that. Like let's, in uh, Running Man. Because <laughs> they put those colors right. on their heads blow off. <laughs> Jesse really doesn't endorse that. There's actual... Like, Bullshit. There's plenty of other... Sorry. There's plenty of other... Um, I attacked Jesse physically. Um... <laughs> There's plenty of other ways you could handle holding. You want me to throw that at you? Um, <laughs> keep keep those away from Chris. Um, Why are you so amped up though? Like nobody's nobody's speaking against you right now. Keep going. Like you're really like I, you, well, I, you I did. Love, you I love that you're like, pass, you're acting like a this. gorilla. You t- you guys keep telling me to be louder. No, just, that's just Chris, bullshit. Chris, no, I got it's totally true. Totally okay. He's no. only doing this bad to be louder. So I got a question. I am. I got a question. What? So I heard that it's I heard it's more cost efficient to okay, so what I banked parole never works, right? So bank parole is where they um for people that know criminology is where they put one officer for probably a hundred um parolees. It's it's impossible to work, right? But if we hired enough people to do a parole system 
on the border for some of these families to where they have to check in with this person every month or and they say that would be cheaper than detaining all these people to where even if they're in the country on asylum yeah. and and we and they have to report to a parole person yeah and then um it then they have to report back to court humane. well and the and the the reporting numbers were pretty high even if it's 75 percent, i mean that's pretty high most people illegally in the country overstay their visas anyhow so that that's that's where that's such a misconception. Well, on the, that's partly the, because we have such a convoluted Byzantine. Well, but no, what I'm saying, Chris, what I'm saying is system. there's such a misconception from the right that all these people are storming across the right. border. More the most people that are here are actually from overseeing visas. So there's there's mis there's there's misrepresentation of facts on both sides. But my thing is, why don't we just put these people on fucking parole? Get out of the headlines. Trump looks like a savior because he comes up with a fucking plan that could actually work, and he moves on with his fucking life. He has a good economy and a good plan, and he's, he's a fucking winner. But the problem is the fucking left wants to put these stupid headlines out like, Trump back down. Trump yeah, has see never backed down before. Yeah, that's exactly what like, CNN did, Oh, my too. God. They're really like, going after Trump right now. I'm like, okay, so you got him to do what he wants, so then you try to rub it in his face? Great idea. That's So that's real fucking He smart. did hold out quite a while on oh, separating did, babies, What, a though. week? That's a a week? All that happened in like a week, man. I mean, like I know, you know, and maybe he thought maybe it was going to blow over a little bit or something I like wish, that. Or I wish I knew what. Plus, like, he was trying to also push Congress to actually do something long term um, instead of just do that. What's a week like in presidential time, though? That's what I want to know. Especially in Trump time. Oh well, fuck! Go ahead, Chris. Well, I mean, uh, Congress could have done something. There is well, legislation. Ha- they have to. It doesn't take Ted Cruz. This is floated idea that he didn't actually end up drafting because it took him too long to draft a fairly simple bill. Um, no bill is simple. The, not, the not ones that the Democrats had were very simple. That was a, oh, yeah, that was because a joke, you, Chris. Yeah, because you guys fucking, oh, well, let's just do this. Let's just catch a release. Is it, no, you, no, you guys want more voters. Let's be honest here. No, that's you don't. Dude, first of all, the left does not care about. Babies. That's such a terrible. It, I mean, like, like it's it's reason, so ridiculous. Right? There's no way does that does not could care ever about work. what the left does not just like they don't just care about babies. Okay, the, especially I mean I mean and I mean spe- more specifically the Democratic Party. They're using this as a whole fucking. It's just a political ploy. They don't give a fuck. I'm sure if you if you go back and look at uh, stuff both from, can be from, true from 2014 and 2015 from Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they were saying fucking completely different shit back then. They were like, oh, look, let's you know, it's not, it's not basically it's not that big of a deal. Like you, know, you can watch Nancy Pelosi's thing on on detaining children then, and it's completely different from what she's saying now. And it's like this is this is a it's just a it's a way to hit Trump right now. And now, sure, it's not about are people on the left? Do they care about children, children. It, it, because she was talking about unaccompanied minors at that time. Yeah, so are minors not children? No, I'm saying it's not about <laughs> detaining them. That's not. It's because oh, I was just a joke. And o- and Obama and Hillary were like, "Yep, these kids are going to have to go back where they came from." <laughs> Different stuff. Like there, there's good quotes from them too. Um, they just get played in loop. It's like we well, can't just also, release these people. I know here. at least Obama specifically was trying to get it to, so that we would accept them, but there's only so much a president can do on on their own. You mean and like follow the law and still be following the law and not like, be a dictatorship? Oh, oh, you mean like how Trump was saying, "Hey, I don't want to do an executive order. No, Why but can't the thing you guys is, pass something." And then you guys go. It was his Trump own policy change. It was there's his no, own there's policy no real change. Policy it change was, yes, it was. He What's changed the, how he chose to enforce the the law. He had, there, no, he had other ways of enforcing it that did it's, not require that. It's not a change in policy if you're just saying let's enforce the law. It's a change in no. You can still enforce the law without enforcing it that way. 
what are you going to do? I, but, Send them back to their countries. Yeah, but Chris, you can't like do Obama that. Did. Chris, you yeah, can't. Yeah, you can. Chris, hold on one second. No, because some of these people were like, because some of the people who were trying to legally cross tried to apply for asylum afterwards. See, Chris and they started being arrested for. Chris legal, started my head up before I was going to say if they would have went to the port of, a port of entry, this wouldn't be happening anyway. All I was like, going to say is you can't do that with Jeff Sessions. Stupid argument. No, because no, if these people are with... wanting to get in this country legally, and or claim asylum, they could have went to a port of entry, and at ports of entry, from what Nielsen said, from what uh, Homeland Security uh, Secretary Nielsen said. Are they different. were not uh, separating children well, there. And that's they, were, why... they would let them go through the asylum process and keeping the families together. Well, the... It was the ones that were trying to cross illegally because they were trying to figure out if the kids were being trafficked and, and, uh, and other reasons, you know, to try to, to and also prosecuting uh, people that were illegally crossing. Because crossing at a port of entry is different than crossing in the middle of a desert or something. They're, yeah. they're two different things, the way, you, the way mm-hmm. you catch them. But what I was going to say, uh, Chris. Chris is so defensive, but what I was gonna say is like you can't do that with Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions, you know, you can't do that right now because he's so black and white. He's like zero tolerance. That's how. And that's totally Jeff Sessions. But and, and 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 here's Who works and here, for Trump. But here's the thing is, and here's okay. what pisses me off. And here, but Trump, but here's what Trump can mouth. tell him to change the policy. Just like but, but, well, but one second, you already no, see the but, pushback on marijuana. Yeah, but here's the thing: with law, law has a precedent for having discretion. And that's what pisses me off is that we have to have some sort of discretion because you can't be black and white about everything. It doesn't work like that. Law doesn't right. work like that. And my point is, like, it's this is such a dumb move. I get Trump is trying to be tough on the border, and I don't disagree with him trying to enforce policy, but it's just a dumb thing to try to enforce. You know, I get, I get detaining. My thing is, when you detain people that are crossing the border illegally, and here's another thing, and Monica brought up a good point about this too, is like, Another, another thing that on Trump's side of things, too, is how do you detain kids, like grown men with kids? And like, how did I don't know how the detainment centers work. And so there's there's a lot of shit that goes into detaining a family, whether those kids are being trafficked or or, you know, if some of those guys are child molesters. I mean, there's there's so many things, because if it was the other way around, which happened to Obama, not Obama's fault, but it happened to Obama, like, yeah, there was traffickers. And then, yes, yeah, some of those kids were being abused and sexually abused. So, why too. is this policy Trump's fault? But, like, you're saying, like, oh, it's not Trump's Obama, fault. Uh, it's not Trump's, it's not Obama's fault. Like, yeah, like I want to say, like, it's, if there's fault, then they're both at fault. They're both um, at fault, for sure. Okay. I'm not I just want to make sure that we're yeah, on the same page. That's here. what I'm saying, though. What I'm saying is, there's. It, well, I'm saying, if Obama is giving people over to child traffickers and stuff, Oh, that's Obama's fault, then, right? I mean, that, like, if this is Trump's fault, well, I'm saying it's not Jeff Obama's Sessions fault in the putting sense in this that, policy or or enforcing the policy. No, what I'm saying is it's not Obama's fault that um, that uh, <laughs> it's not Trump's fault either that you know kids are being taken away, and it's not Obama's fault that kids are trafficked. There's a law, and all uh, the reason I think it's such a hype is because Trump was so zero because they they focus on that zero tolerance. You know what I mean? And then Obama would have caved immediately. Trump tried to push out and try to hold to get legislation passed, and that was Trump's goal. And to his downfall—not downfall, but to his to the to to his political um, woe in the in the media. Elections coming up. (laughs) Well, to to his political to his political woe in the media. That's what happened. They 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 highlighted it. Obama did technically the same exact thing. He waited out 2015, 2016 for those court cases to come about with those with those kids being trafficked. And um, and I, I think he's also sued for wrongful death as well. Yeah, and yeah, and so is Trump was sued too. I mean, well, I'm saying he was sued for wrongful death about I just, illegal immigrants that were coming. Across. I think there's discretion that could have been had on the Trump administration, and Jeff Sessions should have stepped forward. And I think this is this should all go on Jeff Sessions, really. And all in all honesty, Jeff Sessions should have been a little I'm better. I'm fine with that, but I'm just saying Trump didn't do that. He didn't make that claim either. I, that's what I'm saying. I agree with that. That's 
to Trump's political. As I said, while you're reading, that's I'm, that's I'm Trump's guessing, political woe. Yeah, but I'm guessing Trump was completely blindsided by this whole, uh, by this whole thing. He, I, mean, he I don't think he understood. I don't think I don't he understood. Think he, I don't think he had, knew the numbers. I don't think he understood what do, was going on. Chris, do you think that he understood um, by zero by zero tolerance that the kids would be separated? You know how busy this guy is. Like, do, you th- do you think they told him that and that he was like? <laughs> Well, that's his job to understand, but did, did he? Wait, wait it's his no, job to understand not. everything? No, you no. mean like it's Obama's job to understand foreign policy? Did he? I Which mean, he did. I mean, not. Hold on, we're going to get sidetracked. He did understand. But Chris, do you think that, do you think... <laughs> I like his foreign policy. Okay, but Chris, yeah, here's the thing is, if, he, if you're a president, and because you could blame, you could you could attack Obama for the same thing, but is it, is it, um, is it, if the president, do you think they came to him saying, listen, if you enforce a zero tolerance, we're going to take kids away from their parents. Do you think they came and told him that as advisors? Do you think, do you think that option was given to Trump? Or well, Trump I don't said, think it was described to him that way, no. That's what I'm asking. I'm, so, I mean. I think so, it's manufactured outrage, Matt, is what I think all this is. Actually. I'm just curious. Like, I want to be honest. Manu- to be outrage honest. is not manufactured. Supposedly it's this started back in either April or May, right? Well, manufactured. Kids were already getting separated. And this, this, this drops after... He goes and meets with North Korea. He's been like the last few weeks have been going really well, right? Like it just opened up North Korea. Things are going well, and the media needs something to hyperventilate about. Ooh, in comes insert this story now. They could have covered this back in in 2014, 2015. They could they have covered did. it back I in April. What happened. Yeah, but on a very minor level, very minor. That's what they because do because it wasn't they the same the kind of th- no. They didn't. Oh, of course they did. That is bullshit. And then and then you get to this, and they could have ran this story back in April. They could have ran the story back in May. This comes right after the whole North Korea stuff when well, Trump was at his highest point and that's in terms issue. of approval rating that it's he's a, ever been a, in two that's years. His or Sessions' fault. But Chris, you got no, not and, the media's. But fault. you got to admit, you got to admit, it happened when no, it I'm happened. Saying, I'm saying what, why it came out when it came out. It's all based on um, manufactured outrage and how they could try to burn. It's been going on for a month, right? No, uh, it's been going on for like let's, they, there's diff- conflicting reports. It's either April or May. I'm just curious. I, um, I'm just curious how long it's been going on for. And I'm about not, two I'm months. My outrage is not manufactured. I'm talking well, about no. specifically. Chris, I'm talking about by the media. We're not saying. Uh, we're Democratic not saying Party. that you're. We're not saying your outrage is manufactured. I'm saying most Americans are grandstanding on this. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Americans are no, grandstanding. I, I think. Here's, here's I think thing. most. I think most Americans, Americans are genuine. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be a dick here, real quick. I think a lot of Americans are stupid. Because what they did, they there was a bunch of conflicting reports that came out initially. They were like, "Oh, they're they're uh, they're separating all these people, if people that are coming over legally uh, applying for asylum, and they're separating from their children." Came out that not to be true. Okay, they 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 tried to throw out a bunch of different information, like Vox and CNN and all these places that were throwing out information that wasn't accurate at first. And you need to wait before you before you get all completely outraged to find out exactly what is happening. So that's what was happening at first. People were going, oh, no, they're legally coming over. This is a human rights violation and all this different shit. Okay, calm down. Do you really think that's what's going on? And it wasn't. Proved it. You know, that's, that's what it ended up being. Um, unless, unless Homeland Security Nelson is a liar. And I don't think she is. I don't really know her that well. I don't but, trust her. That's but for the damn last, sure. The last, like, 30-minute interview I saw of her sounded pretty legit. Sounded like she was on top of it. She's definitely they been... Were, there was reports coming out like, oh, they don't even know how to get a hold of their parents. and They can't contact each other. That here's, came out to be a lie. But here's like, the issue, Jesse. There's a bunch of bad information surrounding this that I know. they were taking away these guys' kids, that they, that they were comparing it to concentration camps, um, which were the same fucking camps. Like, well, I o- hate those. Obama also put these kids in cages. I hate those stories when they talk about um, they they start comparing them to the Japanese internment camps, you know. And <laughs> but here's my thing, and here and it has bad play all around. But what pisses me off is. There's so many, and this is to one of Trump's downfalls. There's so many contradictory statements between 
when Trump will say something and then Nielsen will say something and then Sessions will say something and then it doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, I honestly do agree with Chris when separating kids should never be a fucking option. And I think I agree with you when you well, when I, when I think we all. Do, then, then my question to you right there. But how do you prosecute anyone? No, and that's because that, so, if you prosecute people, their kids get removed. So from and them. this is why I like when Ben Shapiro brings up the point. It's like Trump can't physically do anything, even if he puts executive order in, because the courts have to decide. Has to be legally decided because it was from. Um, what the fuck was that court case? Reno Flores. Yeah, Reno Flores. Because of that fucking case, um, there they. Uh, if you prosecute somebody, they have to be separated. Just like if you prosecute a person here. So if, if Monica and I got in a fight, right, and we were prosecuted because I hit Monica or something, and and then they they took both of us into fault, they would separate us from our children. They would automatically do that. And we do that on a daily basis. Kids are taken away from their parents every single day because of crimes, or whether it's petty or whether it's a misdemeanor, or whether it's um, a, a federal offense, depending if the kids are neglected, you know, they're taken away. And it's you have to look at the facts whether it's okay or not. And the problem is you got unqualified people pulling kids off the border, not able to take care of them. They're not, here's the problem too. They're not I even able to – that's true. Um, what do they're, you mean? Because they're also they're providing schooling for them. They're, they're not providing... even, but they're they're not able to console them. They're not able to hold them. Okay, well, and stuff okay, like that. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. But and, that's understandable why you would do no, that. But I, I get that. that but my, my point is that's so. What I'm what I'm saying unqualified. I'm saying like unqualified to make sure the traumatic events that are happening, and whether it's the parents' fault for coming here and not going through a port of entry or not. Um, and illegally crossing because they're trying to make a better life for themselves. That doesn't matter. My point is like we don't have the we don't have the facilities. We don't have the the money to have qualified people to handle what's happening to these children. So the best case scenario is you don't separate them. We have to figure there has to be, you know, that's that's the fault of whoever Trump's advisors are. It's their fault for not telling Trump, hey, listen. You need to fix this before this happens because this is going to be a fucking blowback. I think he was completely blindsided by. That's this, what like I'm saying, said. though, and and I don't. I'm not saying I disagree with that, but I'm saying there, there's no win in this scenario to where you separate children because you know it once immediate Trump, anybody in the Trump administration is fucking stupid. If they didn't think that the media would get a hold of this and be like, Trump hates kids, you know what I mean, um, and and try to spew it that way. So why not fucking figure out? But how do you how do you how do you house 2,500 families? Like how do you do that? That's fucking. That's that's a lot of people. You know, some some of those guys have five families. How do you do it, Chris? How do you house twenty five hundred families? Yeah, that's hard. That's why I mean, I is agree that, why you that cr- there's is that, that legislation needs to be made to 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 fix this permanently. But I my point is catch and release. You know, whatever the previous solution was. Um, was better than this one until we can get a real solution. So, so let's work off that. So, if because I mean, we're never but, getting but, so, we yeah, yeah, we want to talk about real solutions. Well, yeah. one for one, I think we need to w- way open up immigration, it's way too um restricted at the moment. I think immigration pretty much is nothing but positive for the for America, letting in pretty much open immigration, um, is is i don't Ex- think we need to be limiting it except to for only the most educated except for asians earners. we don't need any more asians <laughs> we have plenty of asians but um <laughs> i i think that's and historically been nothing but great for america um we uh, we're not even at 
the highest possible uh, historical percentages of um, immigrants. It's not why is this a, why is it so hard to get into a America? Of us becoming overrun by immigrants, that that's not even close to a threat. It, I don't understand. What, I don't even understand what you're saying right now. If because if we didn't have the policies that we do have, there would be even more people pouring across that border. No, I, who are I the think world's like some of the world's not, poorest I, I people. I don't think it would be that much more. And and the only difference would be is that they'd be able to come in here and contribute. Plus, I'm not saying that they need to become we, citizens. This is another thing that pisses me off. Would you would you be okay with contribute taking... and it would it would decrease crime <laughs> rates because they wouldn't be automatic. Well, first of all, they wouldn't be automatic criminals because that's what everyone likes to say. Oh, they're criminal. They are criminals because they broke the law by coming in here. But so you take that off of them. That's a stupid argument. Secondly, secondly, now that they're not living outside the law, they can live within the law. They're more likely to remain within the law. So let's get on your it's point. Funny. No, what were you going to say? Canada. I think we should adopt a system like Canada has because they're fucking strict. From as, my understanding, Canada is very super strict. strict. And I and I love I I love Canada. Some of Canada's border um, policies are are fucking great. And we need to be more. I mean, it's but here's the thing: is one you you America is such a unique country. Um, it's got to be we got to figure out a way to get people in the country. One that either have asylum. That's obviously we've that that has to be number one. We've always been that country. Yeah, we we want those people here because first, and it depends on what it is. We well, don't want the people who are actually here for asylum. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But we don't want we don't like um, uh, if you have a lot of people coming over, that that could be terrorist cells or whatnot. I mean, I don't know how much well, of that. Think about how, all how the El Salvadorians we have here. Think about all the El Salvadorians we have here that I are see. also gang. The, 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 see, Jesse, I have a hard crime. time with that because Natalia was El Salvadorian. Her whole family was El Salvadorian. Juan, my... So, look, look up El Salvadorian's rates of MS-13. I, I know, dude, but my... <laughs> so know, and, and a few of my crews are Salvadorian. Um, uh, you know, my, well, my assistant manager was Salvadorian. My full-timer was a Salvadorian. You know, and... I. I think that's so overhyped about MS-13. MS-13 in California is bad. It's really bad, especially in prisons. No, I it's think really it's overhyped. Um, is it still a problem? Yes. Well, also, I think you might have misinterpreted what I meant by open immigration. I didn't mean just let them... I didn't mean unregulated. <laughs> I didn't mean unregulated. <laughs> I mean, like, still have a process for bringing them in. And if they're going to apply for citizenship, there's, there's one process. If they're just coming here to live, there's another process. But... And and but I'm just saying, I'm getting rid of the these quotas. I, that's what I'm saying. What would so you, they're still going through a system. And then of course you need to adequately fund. What would the you system do to entice so people to not, come? Um, wait times that are to long, the, that are decades long. So um, Chris, how do you get people to come to the port of entry? So that's that's well, I that's think what we if they if they know that they're they'll get in no matter what they'll go through the port of entry because. Most people will. I mean, the the drug it's traffickers won't, well, yeah. obviously. But the if the the legitimate people, if you say we'll accept everyone who comes, you just have to go through this this process. See, I think that's we don't go a, through the port of entry. But because, we obviously should not do that. But and then just, and then you can be stricter on the people going across the border because you're going to be like, there's absolutely no reason. Think for about you this to way, Jesse. Think about this way: if you knew that you can get most of them, say say you can get ninety percent of people to come to the port of entry, you knew anybody that you caught. See, here's here's what I think would be fine. Say, listen, we'll let any think about this. We'll let your we'll, we won't detain you. We're gonna put a hard stance. If you come to our port of entry to come into the United States, you'll be questioned. 
You'll be you'll be checked for facts. You may be here for X amount of days. But if we catch you crossing our border, there will be zero tolerance. And that way you knew if you had an open border type policy. But I think not, that's kind of what it was though right here. Well, yeah. what I'm saying is, but if you had an open type border policy where you try to push everybody, funnel everybody, like say Chris's policy, funnel everybody through a port of entry, there should be no reason for somebody trying to illegally cross the border, border say if we have an easier immigration. And then we do enact harsh policies for people that do cross because they should be criminals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, would would that be okay? I mean, well, that would still separate families. I mean, yeah, <laughs> because but, if you no, have but people, the families wouldn't have to go that that way because well, they would be able. They well, knew that they would have a. They would be able to come in by going through a port of entry as opposed to um, th- thinking that they're going to get there. Their asylum case is going to be denied and they're going to be sent back. Maybe. Or or they get Maybe, there and they don't, don't have an don't asylum case. Either, they're though. just immigrating. They get there and they say, "Well, sorry, we're." We, we met our quota, and you don't make enough money to come in here. So I don't, just, I don't do agree with think, that system anyway, though. Do you think we gave too many visas? People Obviously, that's one the number one reason people overstay their visas. Is that a fear that you have? No, I, don't, like, I don't have a problem with how many visas we give out. Do you know what the percentage out? of the foreign-born population in the United States is right now? It's like 33%. It's there's 60, No, There's 60 million people, I believe, that are uh, not illegal immigrants, but I think it's illegal immigrants plus immigrants um, or first generation. Just foreign-born immigrants. Uh, foreign-born People in the United States. Non-illegal? Both. Is that what you're counting? Because I don't Both think that's correct. Legal and illegal. I want to say, because I, I just saw this number not too long ago, and it was, I think it was 60 million people um, that they were counting as it's illegal. 45. Plus, okay, so that, that's... 12, 12.9% of the U.S. population. You sure that's 12.9% of the U.S. population? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? Actually, <laughs> I am I am wrong here. Because I, I, I just remembered but... this is from the 2010 census. So that's... It's okay. eight years well, no, old. The I, I apologize. Chris had a really, Chris had a really straight face there for I apologize. a minute. He's like, no, no, Jesse. No, Jesse. Well, I, knew, I knew it was somewhere close to it. Jesse, I'd it was 12.9%. I've seen that number. Trust I've seen me. that number before. But, it was 12.9%. It, it's, <laughs> I just I, love I mean, your I face was, was great though. Well, because it's easy to do a straight face when you're. I know, right? I know. Dude. Well, and it's, I was right, but I just had the. I I forgot that it was, he was eight right. years <laughs> outdated. He was right. Well, and and maybe the number I saw might have been a, a guesstimate on how many illegal immigrants were added to it. You know, like so that might have been that might have been one of the pieces because we're not exactly sure how many illegal immigrants that are here. When, probably more than ten million. Probably less than twenty million. When's our next census coming out? In a, in a should be over, soon, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. In 2020. 2020, I don't know. I mean, Every I don't know when years. the I don't know when the information gets. I don't know how long it takes the information to get released. But yeah, about less than a year. And that that'll be interesting to figure out how much we've grown. But I mean, I've seen some. The, the, should the we know with a little bit is, every year? We should have an idea. Well, yeah, there also there's also like these miniature censuses, since I. <laughs> that happens every couple of years <laughs> and then there's like economic censuses that happen but the big one like that the the 10-year one they're supposed to go through and actually count every single human being is their goal now that like they send people out to homeless camps to count them i i worked for the census in 2010 it it's pretty thorough obviously some people are going to slip through the Cracks, but not 20 million people. How do they find the people underneath the bridges? They go under the bridges? Yeah. No, seriously. Like, That's we, fucking crazy. I'm joking, but yeah. No, and you, actually you go at night too is the other thing because the homeless, when you're homeless, you, they tend yeah, to not, they, they're not they congregate. congregating at yeah, day. They congregate they're at night going for out sure. getting money during the day. And then, do you get paid 
12, being a census person, risking was, your life and limb. At the time, it was more than my other job. But, um, but no, it's less than $15 for sure. Um, but what you do, but when you go to the group encampments, uh, you, you have to go as a group. Do you get hazard pay? No, you didn't get hazard pay. Fuck that. Actually, I don't even think you got mileage. No, yes. I think you were supposed to <laughs> you carpool. You have to get mileage, right? And that one person, and one person would get mileage, so you had to carpool, and that they would designate that person in advance. See, the problem for me, especially with a lot of this immigration stuff, is, I mean, let's be honest, there's, there's two different things here happening. For what, well, you know, I want to get back to the Democratic Party, too. Yeah, the Democratic <laughs> Party always says, like, they're like, oh, we want higher wages for people. We want $15 an hour. We also want open borders. <laughs> well, they don't, they don't always admit to the open border part. But I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to, if you bring in a ton of people that are going to be low-wage laborers, guess what's going to happen to your, well, to your, well, to your wages? My counter to that would be They're that, going to stay down like they have been. My counter to that would be that, for one, um, if they're legal now and they're in the system and they have a legal yeah. standing, they're not going to be able to be taken advantage of like they currently are and being paid under market prices so that they don't get turned in. My guess is it's still going to lower wages, though. For, it might it's, it's lower, gonna, not as but much. I'm just saying. Not as much as like being able to pay people whatever you want because uh, they have to actually follow a standard, but it's just going to push people closer to the minimum wage as opposed to, you know, even... Um, well, then we can get rid of E-Verify because that's just a stupid... That's a dumb fucking system anyhow. Well, I don't, I don't understand work. why it's dumb. I mean, if it was, if it was implemented and, and like strongly implemented... Then that would be a big deterrent on illegal immigrants. But I think it's dumb. Here. I think it's a dumb policy. We don't need to implement it. We can. We can. Why? Why should? Why should businesses be able to take advantage of that? Because well, the, the, we're you, talking. Guys... We're talking grand scheme, though. We're talking like if we fix our immigration policy, that should fix that problem. If okay, if we did. You see what I'm saying? But I mean, I think e-verify would potentially make it so that it would kind of fix itself because people wouldn't be able to find work. Now, I'm actually fine with more of an amnesty type of system. But at the same time, if we if we were going to have an immigration system and we're going to do this, and we were going to enforce that, which makes complete sense, because why should businesses be able this to bring in a bunch of illegal laborers and not be paying Americans more money, uh, just so they can save a dollar, and it screws Americans and fucking and, and it higher prioritizes. I'll, I'll also immigrants. say this. I'll also say this, Jesse. I'm also fine with having a controlled um, placement system. Like, cause right now we have, we have, you come in here. Um, well, first of all, if it's illegal, then they're obviously going to go wherever they want. Right. Yeah. Uh, secondly, but even outside of that, in the legal one, you're allowed to go wherever you want, live wherever you want. Um, I, I feel like, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, okay, you're going to live in this country. There's certain, um, we, we want to make sure that everything runs smoothly, that we're not, first of all, sacrificing our own identity um and so you have to like embrace our identity right to a certain degree and they show like in canada and stuff and and some other european countries that um especially with like refugees and asylum seekers and everything they have placement policies that are designed to encourage integration um and they have and and it's much more effective. You the immigrants, the the asylum seekers, the refugees, they have better outcomes, and they are better accepted by the community members than when they are allowed to. When when you let it happen on its own, what happens is the immigrants congregate together, they form their own separate communities, and that, um, and then that creates resentment uh, from uh, native-born people 
who see it and it's, it's becomes in their mind this other thing, this thing that. Do you know fear. who that affects the most? Who? African Americans. Yeah. And the yeah. problem is because uh, this happened in LA. Um, this African American mom was complaining to Congress about how her son couldn't get a job because he didn't speak Spanish. And the McDonald's required them to speak Spanish for them to be, to be able to get a job. And that was that was an issue because you had all these immigrants coming in <clears throat> to LA and that that and I agree with that. I think that Well, I mean that particular example I think we should be teaching multiple languages. Well, I don't just well, but that that's a huge issue though. I mean, I'm talking about but, yeah. an influx at a time. You know right. what I mean? Sure, sure. Yeah. The, so the thing I I don't really I, I think not it's saying kind that you of a weak argument. Though, I, I agree that you should learn Spanish, but because people do say that people you know people will be like, oh, it takes away these jobs from these Americans, and yeah, the, the being able to pay them under the table and being able to pay them a lot less—that's the biggest problem. But really, because a lot of these people, when they come over, a lot of them, um, and I guess I can't give you a specific percentage, but they can't even really speak English. So any English-born person, any any American-born person, you you were already starting out ahead of these people, right? Yeah. Like a few, you should be able to beat them in a competition for a job. Now that doesn't mean, but they, you know, obviously people are getting screwed. Like when you. When you talk about like lawn care and you know uh, construction work, a lot of those labor jobs, you mean like like I say, you drive around Olathe, um, you're gonna see right. if you don't a have bunch to pay of Hispanic taxes people um, because it's different and, though, man. It's you don't have to communicate, wage. right? Because if you know how to fucking sling rug or if well, you know how to yeah, and if you, you just put a, like put a nail on a wall, you know what I mean? It's different. It's and like, I'm not saying these people are all illegal. I'm just saying when you go around and you drive at these places, like I do, you see you see typically like one american foreman who speaks english really well like might be might be a white guy or whatever Olathe is mostly white so usually it's a white guy and then everybody else underneath them is definitely hispanic um and that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean anything but i'm just saying like it's definitely switched over and some of those guys too and, and i know some some contractors and obviously but i have some guys that are came here did it the right way and they get pissed off at the the illegal immigrants that come in here and um, fuck things up because like chris said they're not placed they come in they create this community and you know here these guys are coming doing it the right way they get their visa they uh applied for a sponsorship they get their sponsorship they become u.s citizens and then all of a sudden their wages are being driven down by people that are flooding the, creating their own little market and they're a different type of people like those are different type of citizens and what those contractors that i know are and, and when i've been talking to them that's what they get pissed off about because you know these guys want to become american those other guys are coming here they're making money and they're sending it back to to mexico they're you know and sometimes they're paying taxes sometimes they're not paying taxes sometimes they buy fake socials sometimes they don't and that's some of the issue that goes on and um that i've dealt with firsthand and so with that being said i think Chris has a good idea. If we had a placement program to where, you know, hey, we'll give you asylum, but you're gonna have to go live in Montana or Wyoming, or <laughs> yeah, that's thinking like, uh, or Maine, you, you or Wyoming. Okay. You know, but well, I'm serious though. But if you, it, uh, it would most likely be still be cities predominantly, but you know, there, well, there's yeah, there's right. there's cities in I Montana. I think it's funny anyway. Like no, like, like you're you're the immigrant <laughs> who like kidding. draws Wyoming. I'm sorry, Montana. Like, yeah. Don't send me any hate letters. I know you've got but no, but, Billings. But, but <laughs> Butte, they got Butte, Montana. Uh, but, uh, no, but that, City, Hel- Helena? But, 
it's a city. It's a city. It, come on, <laughs> it's it, and, and according to Montana, it's a city. But like, but that would I'm work though. A minimum of a hundred people here. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, but no, I'm but, teasing. I'm teasing. No, I know. But that would work though. I mean, if you. But hey, do you do you want to go back to Mexico and or Honduras or El Salvador and face or um, Colombia, Peru, or any of these countries and face the gang violence? Um, or do you want to come here and you know live in America and you can make a good living in in Montana, you know, and the housing's cheaper and and I would even be okay with having um, affordable housing, you know, and as just as long as the fact that we had a game plan to where listen, you have three years, you have to meet this level. If you don't meet this level of expectations, you're gone. And 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 I think that's if you can't make a living within three years, as far as like getting on your feet and being a productive member of society, that's an issue. You don't deserve to be here. That goes to American, uh, natural born Americans too. <laughs> you can't, you can't get <laughs> yeah. on your feet three years. You're fucking out of here. We were deporting you to Mexico. Yeah. You turn 18, you have three years to get your shit together. <laughs> no, um, but the, when you were talking about that, uh, you were talking about basically coming in the right way, right? The, the problem the problem with that, I mean, like, I totally get that argument. I've, and I've used it before. The whole, you know, well, yeah, come in the right way. But let's be honest. I mean, if, if they came in the right way, a lot of these people would never be allowed here. Well, which is my whole thing about let's get rid of the quotas. Let them come in. If they come in the right way, then we can vet them. And then we can, we can manage them. And we can track them. We can put them in certain spaces. And then and we say... And then, and they're here legally, and they contribute legally. Should we say them? Yes. Well, I, mean, <laughs> um, I guess the question becomes because let's say we take these people. Should people be able to move around what do you mean, freely? These people should people be able to <laughs> should people be able to move around the world freely? Because here's the thing: like, let's say we have a little more open door policy, right? So you're getting a well, Chris's El, you're getting a Chris's global policy here. Well, but I mean, El Salvador needs their own people. Honduras needs their people. But if you start opening the door like that, a lot of these a lot of these countries we, will be they'll be having issues with their own populace leaving. But here's right? the problem, Jesse. Trump which just, could which could help them. It could alleviate problems, but it also could cause them problems of not having here's certain, the issue with that though uh, labor bases or whatever. So like there would be conflict between right. countries well, on first of not all, sending people back too. Trump it's not, just I'm not, it's not just free, no, I'm asking free a movement. First of all, I, I am saying there's still vetting going on. There's still interviews and all that kind of stuff going on at the border. To make sure that there's, you know, aren't terrorists like, and and if you need, I, I don't know what those policies need to be, those processes, mm-hmm. make them as robust as you possibly can. Um, By the way, we need to make it easier to I'm become not a border just patrol give them agent. A survey to fill out, but what we need to pay border patrol agents more. Sure, fine. They make shit money, and they work um, a lot of overtime though. They make such shit money, dude. Because I, I looked they're into they're it. They make and, decent money after the overtime. And for example, and dude, I had a hard time taking that fucking test um, for the border patrol test. It about got me, dude. That shit was hard. Being able to like understand, like, because you had to you had to be able to take the Spanish portion of it. That shit was really hard. Well, that's what Nielsen. You need said to make it. You need to be. You need to make it. You don't need to speak Spanish to be on the border patrol. Honestly, that's that's fucking bullshit. You need to make it easier. We'd have more agents, more people applying if it was a little bit easier. You know what I mean? If you understand the basic symbolisms of Spanish, like get the fuck down, don't move, stop, you know, um, agua, you know, just like basic stuff. Because a lot of a lot of communication for basic necessities is pretty easy to do. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. You took it, so I'm asking a question here. How much of that is 
the whole all portion. of our applicants requ- are required to do this and how much of it is just them so, testing because they need a certain percentage of people who okay, are so fluent. okay so i'll answer that it's he's really it's really easy to answer so when you, you take the test when you take the test there's one portion there's two parts to the test the first portion is easy it's just normal questions about your just pretty much gen are you dumb or not dumb and the second portion is uh another hour and a half of all spanish testing now you could do two things you can either take the spanish test or you can opt out to take an optional language test they they create their own language and you have to take the test um you could do either or i did the other one i didn't want to take the spanish one because i didn't know if i could or not pass the spanish test so i took the other one and i didn't pass it i couldn't figure it out it was too fucking like got me you know what i mean but i'm not stupid um, I passed the first part, but I didn't pass the language part, so I wasn't able to make it. What's the? Well, so they make the, up a language. I don't understand. So they they so they send out um, a pretest to you, or like a pre program. You can study the language they have made up, or you can. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty much. Well, a language. What's the point of that? I don't know, dude. It's fucking stupid. That's what I'm saying, man. Okay, well, yeah, I agree that it it's fucking dumb. stupid. Are you, are you saying that it, it was a made up language? Is that yes. what you're actually saying? Yeah, there's two there's two things you can use. You can either take there's two portions of the test. You can take a Spanish test, like you know Spanish, but if you don't know Spanish and you want to apply for the board patrol, they give you a pre test that you or a pre study packet you could take. But at that point in time I was graduating and I was studying for my senior comps. I never studied the fucking test. I took the test before I even graduated college. So I didn't study it. I just fucking like oh, I I could probably wing it. You know me. That's just kind of my personality. So I was like, I can fucking wing this shit and I couldn't pass the second because I decided to take whatever fucking language they had come up with, and um, and I didn't pass it. You know what I mean? But I was totally qualified. You know, I I passed my polygraph. Um, uh, I did everything for Overland Park Police Department. Passed my background check. Um, did everything. Did all that. I could have been hired on as a police part police officer, but I couldn't be hired on as a border patrol agent because because of some stupid fucking language test. That's an issue. And I'm saying we need to make it a little bit easier to get hired on because those, those things you can teach. You know what I mean? I grew up in I grew up in Kansas City, but then I started going out to Phoenix and Las Vegas, and all of a sudden I can I can mingle with the Hispanic crowd now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I learn I learned that by uh, appropriation. What I'm detecting is I what you're saying is they basically need to hire you. No, I that's do not want. I do not want to work for the border patrol. That's what I. That's what I heard. But they need to lower their standards enough that Matt can get in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please Sorry. lower your standards. No, but it's a, it's a dumb way of testing. It sounds like it. I mean, it's, it's first of all, testing it, is yeah. so stupid. If you can't, here's a problem: with if you can't interview somebody and decide if they're going to be a good a good person for your business or a good person, that's an issue. Some people are real fucking good bullshitters, though. I don't know. Yeah, like. There's some people that can bullshit on a fucking extreme level. You sit down and talk with them, and you think they're a fucking genius, and they try to do stuff, and they just fuck everything up. You mean like Brant? <laughs> no, I, I bet we've had I mean, many people like, in the city like that. It's though. kind of like psychics, I think. It's it's like what they hear what you say, and they find ways to like manipulate it. They reflect it back to yeah, you but, as if they know what they're talking about. Okay, but how many people are we and talking so you, about? So you're though? filling in the blanks. Well, I'm just talking how about many those, application process. How many, but how many of those people are going to apply for the Border Patrol? A lot. All of them, probably. <laughs> Please, give me a break. You know what I mean? Because they send you to the shittiest place. Because they send you to like no, Pahrump, They want to get those, those cush uh, pay rates that you were talking about them getting. Well, I'm not saying cush, but do they make like starting off like 30000 a year? That's not bad. It's not Better good. Than no, I, I thought, started I thought off it was out, like of, a, out of college. I thought it was like police level. But no, I guess depending on where you're at, that is probably police level. 
Yeah. Because Overland Park Police like, Department like was like 36,000 yeah, a year. I think, I think Olathe's getting real close to 40 around there. But they also work. Las Vegas Metro is like 82,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on well, where you're living. Of course, you're of dealing with a bunch of deli- yeah. uh, 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 delinquents. The, the median home in LA is like $600,000 for. Yeah, like but a, Vegas is, Vegas one is bedroom, comparable. One bath. I didn't say LA, I said Las Vegas. One tenth of an acre lot. Yeah, LA's you, you got to make more money to live in LA, but Las Vegas isn't much different than here. Fifty gallons of water a day. I lost money coming <laughs> here to Kansas City. <laughs> you lost what's that? Oh see, yeah, I, well sure, but that's not that's completely different. Of course, Vegas you would, was right? cheaper. Vegas was cheaper to live because they have no income tax, state income tax. I lost four percent automatically coming back to Kansas City, and property taxes here are way higher too. But it's just depending where you live. So I'm just saying, like the. If you just made a better threshold for people to want to do a job, that'd be an easier. And we need those people. We need qualified people and not qualified to fucking speak. It's just a, it's just a dumb thing. I think we should bring in a wave of illegal immigrants and we should train them to guard the border. That's a great fucking idea. Why don't we do that, Chris? the wave of illegal immigrants. No, that's actually a really and good it's idea. It's kind of exactly what the Romans did against you know some of the German tribes and, and some of the other people. You know, like they they could just live on the border. They're still you know, in America, they and could we pay them. Bring to, them in, and they could they, they, they can, can guard the border. Okay. And actually, that's where some of their best emperors came from. Damn it, dude! See, I, and then they already know how to speak Spanish. See, Chris, this is Marcus what I, Aurelius. Chris, this is what I mean by unpacking he, he, a situation. He, we're figuring the, out solutions. The good emperors, they were all from the. Um, from those tribes, those Germanic tribes that um, that the Romans let like, settle, the yeah. the the, the Lombards. <laughs> oh gosh, what are their names? The uh, but yeah, yeah, like the um, northern north of the Alps, north of Greece. Those are Lombards, aren't they? The Lombards. Where are the Saxons are, at? Are on on the France side, yeah. But I'm talking. Other side, Austria, okay. the Vikings. <laughs> no, no. But here's a question. So, I was just joking with that one. Don't look at me like that. But yeah, but no, actually, it's not that bad. Why don't we do something shit like that? No. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, this isn't like because yeah, this isn't ancient Rome. We're well, no, but it's society. A, but no, but no, but but you're saying, but you're saying, if you're seeking asylum, right, and you want a placement program, why don't we have a placement program like that? What the fuck's the difference? You want to come here, you have to guard the border for two years. But what's the difference? Chris believes that everybody should serve in the fucking Peace Corps or in the Army for two years. Some okay. kind of yeah. some kind of service. So what's I the don't difference? know why specifically. Some kind of national service. I, I guess I just don't see, like, I, first of all, I know Jesse was just making a joke, but I, I'm just saying, like, if you're being serious right now, Matt, why does it have to only be defending the border? No, it doesn't. No, okay. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying you can place them wherever, but that's part of your placement. Yeah, that could be a placement option, sure. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that makes sense. You can't put everybody on the border, well, Chris. I, I guess be, I would there'd say... There'd be a wall of Mexicans. Actually, here's, here's my counter. Which would stop. Or, well, or this is my counter. Here's my counter, is that, you know... They'd be letting I, everybody else our in. Our vetting <laughs> processes can only be so good. So if you take someone who's just got allowed into the country and then you put them in charge of deciding who's allowed into the country uh, that seems like a security weakness there no they'd be have you never seen south park south park the movie yeah i've never seen south park no south park the movie (laughs) um i feel where they do operation human shield i must not i've heard of that scene i just can't remember it's a joke anyhow but no um 
No, I, I just – it's just funny. I'm just saying – but again, you're vetting these people before they come in, right? So you would obviously put the people that are capable on the border and then put the other people in Montana. No, I'm, just, I'm talking about like Manchurian <laughs> candidates, Matt. Chris, North Dakota, you know, uh, Maine, Vermont. Oh, defend those borders? <laughs> no, no, not, <laughs> not defend them. I'm just saying like you take the people that are qualified uh, – like you know that you know we're gonna do a good job on the southern border everybody else just goes to like the the country the states nobody wants to live in right no but um well i'm just saying i'm talking about manchurian candidates they come in they appear super qualified they say all the right things they pass all the security checks you put them on the border Chris, and, they, and they were actually funded by the cartels these, just like a la godfather a la barack these countries Hussein, can't afford manchurian just like the departed and and uh, um, what's his name? Okay, the part that, was American. Uh, Matt Damon, American, raised by the mafia, and and sent off to police school so he could get into the FBI. That's the Departed. Yeah, that's what I just said. But said it's, it's 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 uh that's, still American. Yeah, but what, what you're saying that the South Americans can't do that? The they drug can't afford can't, it. No. Yeah, they can't afford it. They they're, they're rolling in that cocaine money. Yeah, but they don't give a fuck. They're not going to do that, dude. They don't give a two shits. No, if we change They're our criminals. system, if we change our system, they will. No, they're still trying to leak. That's the issue. I mean, if you change, if we legalize marijuana, people will always say, like, well, then the drug criminals will just get more violent. Probably, yes. You know, that's because their sources are going to go. You know what I mean? So they would, mean briefly, like an extinction burst. They're like, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Okay. There'd be an extinction. It wouldn't be like there'd be. There'd probably be a war, honestly. Um, and Mexico would fall to shit if we legalize all marijuana in in the United States. Mexico would have a serious, serious issue because what you would see is a lot of um, a lot of funding problems as far as cartel go, and then the people try to probably take back the politics because all that money feels. The current political state in Mexico, if you legalize all marijuana like overnight, there would be obviously an issue with Mexican uh, money, and and it, well, it'd be why interesting. Why couldn't those cartels go legit and then stop killing people? I don't think they. I don't think they can handle it. They're probably too corrupt to go legit. You know what I mean? There'd be there'd be there'd be maybe some like, like the Italian well, mob did when they went out to Vegas. And, and what happened to those Italian mobs? They became casino owners. No, yeah. no, they did not. They did. I saw the Godfather. It happened. <laughs> did the real history of actually? It's really it's fucking fascinating. Um, the corporate got involved, right? Because it became legit, and the corporations pushed all the mob bosses, all the mafia, out of Las Vegas. So the only thing that's really legitimately like a mafia run is like the trash service. It's pretty interesting. But no, but yes, yeah, so that that would that's what would happen. I mean, they'd get pushed out. Yeah. They, the corporations would push them out. That's why they don't go legit. Bloodlessly. Yep. I mean, and and that's and that's exactly what would happen. Then they start unions. Yep. That would be great, dude. Well, they that'd be of, fucking epic. They kind of do. Can unions imagine, are kind like, of mob-like. So. <laughs> and then, uh, and they did, used to be, didn't they? Yeah, Chavez is like... No, there, um, no, there's a history of the certain union movements getting heavily involved with the Rockefeller. Mob. Well, because basically what was... I mean, it wasn't just the unions; it was also the corporations. They would, because they they would hire mob people to put down the union mm-hmm. strikes. So then the unions hired their own mob people, and since they were probably more 
Rockefeller's famous for that. As the mob people, the, they eventually, the mob was more on their side, I think, or something. So, but no, I think that's uh, an interesting idea. I mean, it would create an issue. I think if you just say, hey, listen, we want to solve immigration, let's legalize all drugs. Never done a drug in my entire life. I don't know what's going to do, but fuck it. You know what I mean? It's like... I, I mean, well, I, I, I don't think that'll have any kind of effect on... Oh, yes, it I will, Jesse. Like, no more gang violence. I, I, I tend to think, yes, do that. I mean, I while I see the benefit in outlawing like heroin and stuff like that, I feel like if the option is legalize all drugs or what we currently have, legalize all drugs is a better option. I used to be so against it, you know what I mean, fundamentally. And yeah. I'm, just, I'm sort of thinking to myself, if it's really legalized... Are that many more people really going to do it than we're doing it now? Yeah, it doesn't seem to actually be stopping anyone from doing it. I mean, we have an opioid problem, and that's legal. That's legal medicine tendered over the counter, and we can't stop people from illegally taking pills. In this country, you can kill babies, but you can't smoke weed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that my was point a was. fucking Ben Shapiro like talking point, point was. Over right there. Did he say that before? Yes. Oh. oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, because he's he's huge um, pro life. I know. Well, he's he's also kind of crazy pro life. Or it um, could be a talking point from the Vietnam War. We're not getting into pro life in this one right now. It's already been deep Let's... enough. But um, no, but no. Well, I, I said he was crazy pro life, so I don't see where how that would go bad. No, I just think that. Uh, but going back to the philosophy of just like legalizing everything, I mean, do you really think that many more people are just going to go out and start doing cocaine? No, we can't. I mean, we don't want Trump to just change the policy on that. That'll make Chris angry again. So, because, dude, here's okay. And I was gonna say, no, his, I do. If Trump <laughs> ends he, the war on drugs, a, I will praise him for it. He has a hundred percent tolerance of Chris, policy. Chris, will you take off your pants if Trump Trump ends the war on drugs? Yeah, I will. Do Actually, that. He's t- well, he's talking about ending uh, the federal the, the marijuana, you know, usage would be a federal crime. Well, he's going to have to somehow outsmart Jeff Sessions. That's what, well, that's, that's, he's been talking about it like the last he's gonna, month. He's obviously going to fire Jeff Sessions. <laughs> Jeff Sessions. He hasn't done it. No, no. I thought Jeff Sessions was going to get fired. Maybe like after Russia. The first yeah. month of There's, Trump's presidency. For sure. And somehow he has. Trump's fist. He has hung on. Well, uh, Sessions should have told him. And Trump has been gotten like, pissed with if Sessions. Jeff Sessions would have told me he wouldn't have recused himself. Sessions is I wouldn't still have there. hired him. You know, and sometimes Sessions deserves it. Yeah. Um, he's kind I'm of a punk saying, bitch. No, I, I don't like Sessions. I'm saying. I like Sessions. I think he's a stand up guy. He's just he's just too. I don't black think he's a stand up guy. I think, I think he's a stand up guy. I think he's a stand up guy. I think he has integrity. That whole Bible verse thing was fucking whack, dude. I, mean, I, like, I, I think, I think that Session it, thinks the stuff I know he's Sessions doing well is enough, good. No way, dude. There's no way he thinks what he's doing is good. Because he, Sessions, he, he's, he's because enforcing he said one the thing, law. It's not, he didn't make the it's law. It's just yeah, the things that he thinks are good are way because, different than the okay, things but that the, I think are good. But the, re, but the reason I only, the only reason I say that is because he said one thing about the separation of children. And he said, well, we're doing it for a bargaining chip. Then he came back and said, no, we're actually not doing it. He, he had said two different things on it. Right, I think his first position, the bargaining chip, is his real position, and I think he thinks that's a good thing. I do too. So that makes him a stand-up guy in his own mind, is what I'm saying. He, he, it's he's not doing things that he think he thinks are evil. I don't it's think just he has that a, what he thinks are good. I completely. I don't think disagree. he has a history of being a stand-up guy. I mean, his history is pretty tainted. Honestly, <laughs> are you being serious right now? His viewpoints. Just I think is a pretty. I think he has integrity. I don't. I don't like his viewpoints. Yeah, I may not like his some of his viewpoints, but I think he's been consistent. Like, so you may be like, "Oh, I, I completely but, disagree with him." 
okay, but he's been pretty consistent on that stuff. And his, but but consistency, he's does, at, consistency he's at old doesn't make you a good person, though. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not judging him whether or not he's a good person, but I think he, I think he has integrity. I think he's, I think he tries to be, he tries to be a stand-up person in terms of like how the law is out there, and he, he tries to enforce it the way he thinks. Do you mean like the black and white? Do you mean like the black and white of what the law should and shouldn't be? Yeah, that no, that's type what of he seems like. I mean, he I seems would, more like a steward type of guy. Like he's not gonna. I don't think he's going to change any drastic policies, but he is going to like, yeah. What he he yo he would definitely come after you for drug charges, you know, or anything like. I would he agree really with you on that. He wants to push that federal marijuana stuff. I would agree and with you one hundred percent on that. Trump wants to destroy it, so I don't I don't agree with Sessions on everything, but I think he's like a you know I think he's a stand up guy. I think he's fucked in the head. You know what I mean? Because uh, he's just, you know he's just old school Southern guy. Well, I mean. here's and here's a problem with that. You know, I used to be that. I used to be that guy. Cause you used to be Jeff Sessions. No, no, but no, I used. I to... remember that time actually. <laughs> but no, I, I never. If you, if, you, if you had asked me then, would I become friends with Matt? I'd be like, no. He's like a little Jeff Sessions. <laughs> he's just like but Jeff Sessions. He really turned himself around. So I remember arguing with these potheads, and they were they were pissing me off. And cause here's a problem. With, sorry. Here's no, a here's a problem with potheads. Pot you know, a lot of these potheads are fucking stupid, and they want to argue about Ill- illegitimate shit. They they can't fucking formulate an actual argument for why marijuana should be legalized. CBD oil cures cancer, dude. And, yeah, that's and, stuff's done. Dude, it's <laughs> and it's um and and yes, it's like, hey man, Matt, tell me, Matt, tell me, when has anybody over over OD'd on marijuana? I'm like, okay, that's really your argument. Because we can talk about um, what it does to low-income areas, and well, we can have an actual conversation. Well, look at this article from High Times, Matt. I'm like, oh, that's your fucking source, High Times? I'm like, let's get on a periodical and find an actual fucking source where we can actually have a goddamn conversation about it. From my understanding, if you start doing <clears throat> young, well, too. Matt, hey, man, if we can't drink, and we, we can drink, but we, that's a drug. I'm like, fucking get out of here, If I'm man. not mistaken, doesn't marijuana fuck up the if, – if you start doing it young enough – that's, Doesn't it fuck up the development of the part of the brain it, that affects emotions? If you do it habitually. Well, and that's, if and that's, you do but, it like once or twice. It's about the emotions, my, though, right? here's my the thing. regulates uh, emotion, yeah. right? But, um, but here's my thing with it, dude. My, my problem is, let's just have a fucking conversation. But nobody wants to have... Everybody wants to throw out these fucking... And this is, this is where I start to get like a little pissed off at people. It's like, can I have a conversation without you getting emotional? Or two, without you saying some stupid fucking shit that's not based on any kind of statistical data or fact? You know what I mean? Because one of my in my type of personality is I always try to research something um, before I bullshit somebody, and uh, that's just kind of my my one on one. Because we're all bullshitters at the end of the day, you know. And anything that we see is perceived history. Not me, not the same. And um, you know, I just call it as I see it. <laughs> but like, what? But, okay. but truly, of the three people here, one one of us is able to sell things to people, and the other two are not. <laughs> I'll let you decide. If that means one person's a bullshitter and the other two are not, but not it, not it. <laughs> but my but my thing is <laughs> like, I I agree. Like marijuana, I used to be, I used to just play devil's advocate because these fucking guys were so stupid. And dude, this this is great. So Timmy was having a party, and my Tim told the guys, listen, Matt doesn't care if you smoke fucking weed, if you roll it in front of him. Matt doesn't give a shit. Just for the love of God, just don't argue with him. And they they didn't listen to him. These stupid idiots started like chiming in on me, and and um because I I was getting my degree in criminology, so I must have been against pot. You know, I'm like, no, I'm just against you fucking morons because you guys don't have, actually know how to formulate an argument and put something together that would actually um get le- marijuana legalized. Well, to be fair to them, 
being high makes it hard to make an argument. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's not my problem, Chris. <laughs> no. But uh, Jesse. I've been drinking. I've been drinking scotch. Doesn't mean I can't formulate a fucking argument. But the, but the thing <laughs> with that is, to just for just take two seconds. So you'd be like, listen. You know the problem with marijuana is it's not. Is it a gateway drug? I don't. I don't believe there's evidence for that. And there's there's a lot of people that want to say, um, and I've heard Jeff Sessions say this, and I disagree with them that say it's a gateway drug that they want to go from one high to the next. I think it's just correlation, not causation. And I, and I and, I, and that's my fucking point. I and think people like, who are li- people who are more likely to go ahead and break the rules to smoke weed are, are more likely more to likely break to the rules of drugs. drugs. Yes, you know. And so it's not a gateway drug, and and um makes sense. And and I but but see I try to make that point with them, dude, and they wouldn't like I buy. Mean, yeah, I guess they're, they're like, well, Matt, tell me when somebody's different OD. I'm like, no, let's actually talk about shit that affects these fucking areas because I want to talk about um, African Americans being um, incarcerated at higher rates um, in these low income areas for stupid drug laws that were put in place in the 1980s and the 1990s. Um, under the Clinton administration and falling before that into the Reagan, into the Bush administrations, then when we really started incarcerating people for drugs, let's talk about that. That's bigger than marijuana. And if you talk about that, you're going to solve marijuana. Nobody ever wants to go there. And that's the issue. Sure. And that just pisses me off because it's, it's marijuana is easy to solve. If we could solve, we don't have to solve marijuana. We need to solve heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines, opioids those are what you saw because now it's not even a we should fucking legalize everything dude because like i was saying before prescription pills are being abused so you can't solve you can't solve drugs so stop arresting people for drugs it makes no fucking sense i was joking today about building my portfolio remember dude was that yesterday i was joking about that we were talking about like getting arrested for drugs. I was like, "Fuck, I'm, I want I want recidivism to be high because I'm building my portfolio." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you did But like, that's that's the thing though. It's a bit, it's it's so it's a stupid thing to arrest people for. Well, and I've got stock in some private prison, <laughs> prison. companies, so Whacking I really the rescue. Want, I need more people in jail, please. But I'm kidding. I what know. do you think, Jesse? Do you think just fucking legal, just legalize it all? Why not? I mean, legalize seriously. everything. I'm on the side for of legalizing. One day a year. Everything's legal. <laughs> everything. I'm doing meth. But here's the thing is, does your Every, no everything all nothing okay. is illegal. But the problem with that is, so California legalized marijuana, Sounds like right? Like a bad movie. <laughs> so, but sure, but I'm not gonna say I work for. But um, the company I work for, right, has a, a policy against doing drugs. But it's illegal. But it's not legal for you to do drugs. They yeah. can still fire you well, for I mean, it. Yeah, of course, businesses so, need to be able to have their own. But no, but no, but Chris, my my point is, Chris, does the one day. Does that cancel out anything, any drug test like falling that one yeah, day you take that, the drugs? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, is there is there a grace period? If you can period? provide proof that you did it on the one day that <laughs> How that's do you what do is that? being tested. Well, I guess... I guess take you, a video, yeah, like a grace, Snapchat. There has to be a grace before period. And test what's, what's the limit on how far Smoking back Smoking on test. purge day, baby. <laughs> right. What's the limit on how far back you can... Do a test. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. So you could you could just say they just whatever, randomly piss test you. Whatever. No, I'm just saying whatever the the effectiveness of the test yeah. is length of time. You can't test again until after that many days after. I've never done any drugs before, time. so dude, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not into it. It's just not my thing, you know. But no, I, I don't know what it is either. I'm just saying, like. It's not like you smoke marijuana once and then the rest of your life marijuana is it's in so your stupid. bloodstreams. I fucking right? hate Obviously. that shit, dude. So, so whatever the test is for marijuana, let's say it's 30 days, right? And after 30 days, they can't detect it anymore. So, you just set it for 30 days after purchase. So, 30. 
<laughs> you can't do a test before that. But what what is one day gonna do? You know what I mean? Everybody get everybody get. Listen, my name is President Trump. It's gonna be the best day ever. It's gonna be better than any days previous. We're gonna call it Trump Day. Drugs are not legal on the thirteenth. It's a Friday. <laughs> Like I don't know, dude. It's like yeah. I don't know how it would work. Like, it, how does that even no, work? No, don't don't do purge thing. I actually, I'm for purge. I'm not. For <laughs> I think purge. Chris would be dead, obviously. So Jesse would kill Chris, but I think Brant would kill us all before no, we got a chance I, to kill each other. I would never. Other. I would never participate in anything that's stupid. You really? But there were a lot of people. No, why would I? What would I do? I mean, I would just stay home and like protect myself from the fucking idiots on the street. No, you which, would. Which today, I, I mean, there's already a bunch of fucking idiots on the street. Jesse, I'm saying you'd have to protect yourself against Brant. Brant would try to kill all of no, us. No, but you said we, that Jesse would, would kill me. Ro would so secretly. So is your argument that Ro. I would be trying to kill Jesse and his kids, and then that's why Jesse killed me? No, 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 no. Jesse would. Jesse. I could see that. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys would be getting some stupid argument, just like, well, fuck, it's purge day. So you guys have to avoid each other on purge day, like you can, or have no political discussions on I, purge day. I imagine it would be like the mountain versus the viper, um, in terms of how I would kill Chris. <laughs> Who's the viper? Uh, the viper, that's the red viper, whatever, right? What's well, yeah, Game of Thrones. I'm, Game of I, Thrones, like where he's smashing. No, he's saying no. I'm the viper, man. Oh, you're, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like in terms of the, he's more that's like actually, the viper. That's actually a compliment, Chris. I know. Yeah, I'm, but I meant like more the I viper after like it. his head is smashed. Um, Chris is more like that viper. See, I'm not very. I th- I disagree because I'm not gloating. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drag Say it, it out. Your head you is smashed, them. Chris. You I'm, not, I'm not a big vengeance guy, so I'm not like going to be like dragging it out for the pleasure of. I was so mad, dude. I was so mad when he died. If I had that skill, that's such a good the analogy. Thing is, though. I don't have that skill. But the problem is, you guys yeah. are. You're not that much. Chris is bigger than you. <laughs> you mean not... he's fatter? <laughs> is that what you just meant? Actually, I weigh more than Chris. I'm probably 20 pounds heavier than him. Eh. Just guessing. Probably. How much? T- you're not that much taller than him, though. I'm Couple like four inches, inches taller than Chris. I'm 5'11". Four, he's like 5'7 four or 5'8". That That's, much. True. That's true. Four inches, depending on what you're measuring, four inches is a fucking lot. Like a four-inch difference? Like a pinky toe? That's a big <laughs> difference. You're talking, about, you're talking about the difference between three inches and seven inches, Matt. Which one's bigger? Uh, it depends how she feels it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. Like in her hand? In her mouth? She could have a really small mouth, actually. Some girls have uh, small lips. That is true. But no, it's just, um, I'm, I'm okay with that purge day. Let's do it. No. The just new Purge movie coming out, Chris. No. We should all go see it. They're all pretty no, good. No, no, no. I like the Purge movies. I've never seen them. First so, one's Chris, okay. why, why, just... wouldn't, why wouldn't a Purge movie, why wouldn't Purge work? Because people would create their own governments on that day to protect each other. Yeah, but you don't think people would get their animosity out that day and be good for the rest of the year? I think it's just, my. that's my problem with it. It's like, Okay, so I think if, people aren't if you... your idea of getting your animosity out is killing other people, you're not going to be satisfied with the one day. Well, but That's some, what people I'm saying. Are just, some people are just raping or beating up people, Chris. They're not all just killing. Killing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Or they're doing right. sacrifices. Beating up, maybe beating up, but, but raping, here's, no. Here's the other thing that's a problem with it, too. Cause the, <clears throat> and this is what I like about The Purge, because it actually has a message behind it. Because really... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, no, but no, it's and seriously, it's actually it's really a family movie. <laughs> no, but no, it's a good movies. message because like once you watch all of them, then you're then it becomes a family. But series. seriously, if you haven't seen them, don't talk shit. I yeah, will. Chris. I will still talk. Have, so. you, have you actually not seen them all, Chris? So I've not seen, seen a single two. one. I've seen all of them. So like, of course, it's a horror movie. I of did course, see I've seen three. Them. I did see a little funnier so, die sketch about them. That was so, funny. So the the next one is um, the first purge, and no one's purging, right? And so how they created the purge was they went to low-income areas and they started – the whole thing was to get rid of low-income people. And that's what the purge would end up being, would be people taking out the low-income areas because those are the people that would obviously be purging. Um, and that was their the founder's goal because they're called the founders in the movie. Um, that was their goal was to get rid of the low-income population because by doing that, you take care of crime. So crime rates would hit record low because record low because – there's less low-income people in the in the nation. Does that make sense? That that was their sense sense sensation behind it of doing it. So I don't know if that would work or not. But so the moral of the story is get kill the poor it, people. Yeah, now I'm sure. I'm not <laughs> sure. You said it had a good message. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 What's no, the no. Good message? No, it had no good message. I think no. The good message was like it wouldn't work because of that reason. Because the government would eventually take take advantage of it for their own propaganda. It wouldn't work. That's the good message behind it. It's not. It's not a good. It would never work. That's the point of the purge. That's the point of the movies. Okay. So, it doesn't sound good when we say this is a good message behind the purge. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought you said there was like some kind of good message. Like it was like. No, a, no. Like good in the good in the sense that like they have a good message behind you the said movies. Said it in the same way that I told my mom that The Simpsons has actually got a lot of good messages for <laughs> for me. So why don't you let me watch it, mom? Well, The Simpsons is iconic. I actually agree that The Simpsons did have good messages, but they did like what? Teach good morals. The Simpsons. There's there, there some good ones, like the the Lisa's birthday one, where Bart, you know, I don't think I ever saw that. Song. I never so watched The Simpsons. Your birthday. I did when and I was Michael a kid, Jackson's but I don't. I don't watch them anymore for sure. More of a South Park person. No, yeah, I haven't seen them in a decade at least. Um, so. While we're on the topics of uh, TV shows, um, I would love everybody to go check out uh, Ghost Adventures and Destination America. They did a um, show on a place called the Sally House, which we will be spending an entire night in from 3 p.m. till 7 a.m. searching for ghosts, whether they exist or not. And supposedly, Chris, this is going to have demonic activity. Hmm. Do you believe in ghosts, Jesse? No. Should I give a different answer? Should I act like I, no, I can't no. even do anything? Actually, better. I don't want you to believe in ghosts. Actually, because I don't know if I do or not. Chris, what? Do you believe in ghosts? No. Okay, so this is gonna be great because we're gonna have three ass, four assholes here. Don't really believe in it. Because here's the, the funny part: is Monica's freaking out about it. She wants to stage the house before and after I leave. Because she's that scared. I'm gonna bring something home. She's with gonna us. set up. Oh, oh! What she wants to do? What to the sage? You sage. What is that? Burning sage. It's like a ritual. It like cleanses the house. Really? She, yeah. She wants to sage the house, our house, before and after I leave. So when I get here, when I leave the house, and when I get back, and she also says we cannot use a Ouija Ouija boards because she believes Ouija boards are a way to connect with spirits, even though they're made by Parker Brothers or whatever the fucking company is. I, I kind of had an idea, Matt, and I haven't said it to anybody yet, but I think it's a good idea. I think while we're there, because uh, we're probably going to be splitting up and going to different rooms and stuff, right? 
We're putting or, Chris in the basement by himself look, for sure. I'm going to bring a Ouija board. Chris, are you going to cry so in the basement? So that I can play with you guys. Jesse, can we take an over and under right now? What do you if think? Chris of, cries? If Chris cries. Brant will be the most likely one to cry. Chris, I'm will you... slightly kidding. Okay, so they say the demonic entity um, inhabits the basement. Will you go down there by yourself in the dark? No lights, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And ask questions? Hmm. Maybe yeah. I'm what right. if there's like a giant rat down there that eats Chris? Yeah, I mean that, that the what the thing that I'm afraid of is not demons and ghosts; it's monsters. <laughs> the boogeyman. Yeah, there could be a monster what, down there. What were there. you gonna say, Jesse? Before you all of? that, yeah. um, before all that, I was gonna say that we should go there. Like if we were gonna be splitting up and going in different rooms or whatever we're doing, or even if it's just us sitting there together, I was thinking like we could uh, bring some kind of recorder with us. As well, and do like like dictate oh. some uh, horror stories, like uh, you know, like try to work on like some uh, some kind of horror stories or something like that. While we're there, we're, like we're short gonna, stories. Where we're doing our li- we're doing a podcast for sure. Mm-hmm. During so what what when are we doing this? We're gonna do it not in, for me, but for the listener. We're gonna do it on September first. We're gonna do a live podcast. We're gonna be streaming it from Facebook and Twitch. Um, I hope we'll have, we'll have the accounts listed in the but not YouTube. Um, yeah, we'll, I'm trying to figure out YouTube. I don't know how we, I don't know how live stream YouTube yet, but we'll figure it out. So YouTube, Twitch, stream, any, pretty much any live platform that we can get our hands on, we're probably going to be streaming from, um, but live Snapchatting, but so we'll be doing a podcast. So at least two hours, we'll have a podcast in the basement is where we're going to set up. Um, that's the goal. And then we're also, I'm looking into buying some surveillance cameras. So we'll have a hub too. So is this a finished basement? No. <laughs> oh. Do they have the internet there? Because I, I might be worried about spiders. Oh, we're gonna do like off our phones. Phone. We'll, we'll stream. Yeah, we'll stream from YouTube or Twitch off our phones. I mean, the iPhone X is more than capable of producing a, a HD video. So. Well, we'll bring like our cameras too. Want we'll to stream with though? Mm. Stream live. So. Do you have I think a, I think we should still do some camera work though, so we can put together like a little video. Afterwards. No, we're going to. We'll do a drone of the of the first of the house. Uh, we'll get Brant to bring his drone in, and then um, we're gonna have a whole video of the entire investigation because we're gonna bring our cameras. So we'll have what we'll call those static cams. So what that means, Chris, is we'll set two cameras up. We'll set mine upstairs, yours downstairs, and we'll face them into the room to see if anything messes with the cameras throughout the night. And then I'm also looking to buying. Um, different cameras to house in each one of the rooms and we'll relay that back to your computer so we can actually have an, a live monitoring station during our podcast we can see all the rooms too security cameras and- pretty much yeah so i think i found something like a 100 bucks it could do night vision on all the rooms um and then yeah but can they do ghost vision i don't know i mean that's I, like i'm a curious i've never magnetic Vision. So I've done some crazy shit. I've done ghost investigations in the groups before, but I've never done one by myself. So I'm kind of curious to see how it's gonna go. Yeah. Um. I think it's Tim. Tim's gonna be with us, and Tim's really into it. And Tim's done similar stuff with us. And we used to go um do some awesome shit. Actually, we used to go like uh, hunt abandoned houses. Super fun, dude. And um, we used to find these fucking abandoned houses and fields. And go search them and run through them and see if we could find ghosts and random shit in them. Um, so I'm excited to kind of actually pay for this one, you know, and <laughs> legally be there, per yeah, se. Right, right. And, like, not have to worry about, like, running away from somebody. 
and um, really see if we can find something. Uh, I don't know. We'll I mean, see. What, yeah. do, what do you expect to get out of it? A night with my pals. Do you think... Uh, are you open to there being uh, something there? Sure. If I see a ghost, I'll admit it's a ghost. Jesse? You mean what do I want? What do you expect to get out of Sally House? Hopefully like a ghost touches me in places. So the thing with Sally, so do you, do you know anything about the house at all? I sent you the link. Did you read it? Did you actually send a link to us? Yeah. So I'm going to say no, then I did okay, not. Okay, probably it. not. Okay. Let's so let me, let me give a little, let me background. So um, I went to Benedictine, which is in Atchison, Kansas. Um, my senior year in college, I lived down the street from the house called Sally House. And that's really, really kind of new about it. And um, so back in like the 1800s, this house was owned by a doctor Atchison, Kansas almost became the capital of Kansas. It used to be a really rich trading town because it sat around the Missouri River. Um, the doctor bought the house, owned the house. There was a little girl named Sally who uh, was his daughter that he had with a slave at that time, a servant. And um, the doctor didn't want the town to know really, so they kept her inside. Well, she ended up becoming ill. She ended up dying in the house. So a lot of people say that she doesn't like men and that she scratches men or she's like a, a female entity in the house. But it's also known that a lot of demons take the form of children because it lures you in because children are innocent. And um, they're saying that people actually are scratched in the house. And that's the kind of story behind it, that people are being scratched inside the house. And there's videos of scratches appearing on people's arms like just holding their arm right here and you'll see a scratch appear on the guy's arm out of nowhere. And so there's some actually cool videos like Ghost Adventures did something there. Destination America did something. And there's also actual um, investigators going to the property as well. If you scratch me, Matt, I will throw a quick trip at, cup at you. I'm not gonna t- I don't want to taint the... I want, I want to have a good investigation. <laughs> but no, yeah. I don't, I don't, and plus, I don't want any bruises from quick trip cups. But I want, I want to see legitimately if we can find something. I want to take it seriously and do our podcast. Yeah. And um, I know Jesse's laughing, but... Only on the inside. No, but I mean, it's... I've never experienced... Uh, I've experienced no, it should one be fun. thing. I just don't... Couple things. I mean, I, I don't I don't believe in anything, I mean, but I I think it's possible that we get there and we gotta like it hyped up and maybe witness something that we think is something. But well, we'll try to debunk anything that doesn't exist. It's just, yeah, that's kind of my thing. Is throughout my whole life, every time something odd has happened, when you I've looked closer. It ended up being nothing. It ended up being something ordinary, normal life, you know, just the world. And I've never, I've never seen it. So I can't, and, and every time I see things like other people's accounts, it's, I can't help but think that they're just being deluded somehow or, and like the evidence they present that's, uh, that's not eyewitness testimony is always very, shady so or shaky so i i, I just there's one thing i get past my own personal experience um when, <clears throat> who that scotch sorry guys oh that's so good so when, when we meet up next it doesn't sound like it's very good <gasps> you're, you're, you're recovering from it <laughs> no <laughs> you're like Ooh, it's so, a good taste but i just took a bigger so good. well i just drank like a two 
two fingers. But no, it's good. I love this actually. It's Balvini 15 year. It's great. So anyhow, um, what I was going to say, uh, what I want to do is there's a, a video from Zach Bagans called uh, Demon House. And I think we should all watch it together. And um, we'll do it next week podcast. We'll watch that first. We'll try to get here earlier. Um, we'll watch Demon House. I own it. It's pretty good. Um, because the eyewitness accounts on that, you're talking um, uh, service workers, um, social workers, I mean. You're talking police officers. You're talking nurses at the hospital, doctors at the hospital, witnessing a child like going up the wall and like just random shit. And I just want your guys' take on it before we do this investigation in September. And uh, I think it would be a kind of cool thing to do. We'll get a little bit more lighthearted instead of uh, get rid of the politics in the next podcast and do more something that's fun like a um, like a ghost a ghost podcast next week. Well, also um, tomorrow or I guess today Saturday, I will be going to see Solo with my brothers. So Ooh, cool, we you can finally do talk some about Star, it. Star Wars talk. It's about time, damn it. Been wanting to talk about that. I know. I feel bad because now Solo tanks because I didn't go see it in the first. See, weekend. and that's bullshit. It's <laughs> bullshit that it tanked, dude. Because it's a good movie, and I think that people didn't. It didn't live up the Rogue One. Didn't live up to expectations, so people didn't want to go see this one. You mean Last Jedi? Last Jedi, yes. I yeah, I I think that's probably true. No, I just think Lucas Films did a terrible job of. Uh, Promoting it, promoting the film. They, That's they kept, also true. I didn't know it was coming year, out. I had no idea it was coming out in May. Over the last year, all they've been doing is like, "Oh gosh, I don't know if people are gonna like it." I don't yeah, know. like they've been lowering been expectations so, many so much. With this, this. Yeah, like when you say that over and over again, people are like, "Well, maybe I just won't go see it." And then, and then they didn't. Then go see all it. of a sudden, there's a bunch of reviews that said, "Oh, it's actually pretty good," but it's too like, late. Yeah, it's too, too, late. too late. And that's what I think happened. Like so. So and, Chris is still in theaters. I thought it was out of theaters. <laughs> Fuck, it might be. I didn't realize Legend it was out of theaters. Says that there's. I actually thought it would was going to be too because when I looked on Monday, the only movie they had showing on Saturday was Jurassic World, but a, uh, they just hadn't updated their time. Are you working yet. at the ranch tomorrow? No, I'm going to be driving out to Manhattan to go through the our house there that we're selling and then i'm gonna drive back to meet my brothers at legends ah it's all making sense now so okay so you the ranch is haunted from what i heard i think elena's told me that <sighs> this is a because i know elena believes elena believes in ghost um i mean there there is there is a a criminal thing happened there. I don't really feel comfortable talking about it because I know the people involved. It's personal. You're sitting really far away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you're talking about the yeah. well incident, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I can tell it. I'm not, I'm not personally involved. So my stepdad went to school. Are you, are you saying you don't want to told Chris? Is that what you're saying? Well, we're not. No. We're, so the ranch, Bronco, give the name of the ranch. Um, there's a ranch out uh, where we live in Kansas somewhere. Um, undisclosed, but um, uh, my stepdad went to school with the owner, currently the owner of the ranch, and uh, it is said, um, or actually it was found out, it's actually true, right? Um, but the mom was thrown down the well and killed and uh, thrown down the well by the father. And, um, and they say that she haunts the, the property. That's, that's, that's the story. That's what I've always heard well, growing up. I mean, that's... Th- 
that's the truth. In terms of the story, or in terms of the hauntings, I actually haven't heard anything about hauntedness. Um, but that doesn't mean that there aren't people saying that kind of stuff. But and that's I, mean, what I, I heard. don't have any per- first-hand experiences with that, and I don't know any stories about it. But in terms of the actual, what actually happened, yes, the um, the mom was murdered by the dad and thrown down the well, and he served the rest of his life in prison. It took a long time for them to find her, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know too many of the details about it. My Jeff told me a long a long time ago. Um, my stepdad told me the whole story, but uh, I'm almost positive Chris Elena told me she thinks that the ranch is haunted. Well, she might have. She's definitely more believing of that kind of stuff. We went to, we stayed in that hotel in Eureka Springs. Oh, the Crescent? Yeah. 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 And we pulled out a Ouija board and talked to some ghost named Becca or something. (laughs) Supposedly, then later on the tour, we heard about a ghost named Becca that Supposedly, come on, Chris. And she says, you know, that they, she wasn't so pumped you brought this up. But I, I don't believe Okay, that. so I got to tell you. So the one crazy experience I have is at Eureka Springs in Arkansas at the Crescent Hotel. So I was in fifth grade, sixth grade, fifth grade. And um, Timmy, my brother, who's going to be on the investigation with us, and me and my cousin Trey um, were really into whittling and um, or carving, for people who don't know what whittling is. And uh, so we had ran out of shit to whittle, so we were going to go back up to the hotel room to get more soap. We were just kind of whittling soap. We were fucking stupid. And my aunt and my grandma were in the bar down the very basement, and they don't have that bar there anymore. But you can take the ghost tour down there. So we're in the basement where the bar used to be, and we went from the bar all the way back up to our room. And every fucking – you can count to this. Everything creaks in that building. Like, you walk on the steps, it creaks. You open the doors. The doors are old and big, and the hallways are long and old. And, um... Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Um, thank you. And we get to the hallway, and we see this gentleman sitting in a window seal. And he's sitting, like, in a U, in a, in like a U fashion, so like this. Making mm-hmm. the U with my hands. And he's reading a book. And he waves at us like this. And, like, you kind of see his hand trailing... And so we go into the room, and we're already kind of spooked anyhow because we're young and dumb. And I'm standing by the door. Tim goes into the middle of the room. Trey goes and gets the um, soap, or Tim gets the soap, vice versa. I was just standing by the door. We heard no door open, nor door clo- no door close, and nobody walked by our door at all. No one. And then we come back out. He's gone. So we run back to the basement because it was kind of weird anyhow. We run back to the basement and we tell our aunt. We go into the bar and they're in there with this other couple, and we start telling everybody what we saw, and we describe the ghost Michael, which I know they talked about Michael during your ghost tour, and he was the guy that fell from the scaffolding when the building was being built, and um, we described him to a T, not having known anything about the ghost as far as what they looked like or not. We described Michael to a T. So we went back up to the after we did that we were kind of spooked out and my my aunt my my aunt and grandma were like well fuck I mean like we're scared too you know it's just them with three young kids so we go back up to the floor and we go look at the window Chris the window seal was only like six or seven inches how's a full man sit in that window seal it's not possible that that's the only thing that's really ever like shook me 
Like, this doesn't make sense. And all three of us weren't hallucinating. All three of us weren't just seeing some random shit. So, I mean, to me, you talk about evidence. I mean, that's kind of... I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Is that something that we all just created in our heads? Hologram. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I... And to describe them, like... I would have to hear both of their explanations of it as well. We tell the same the same story. All right. So you say. I mean, I can't wait for you to talk to Timmy. I mean, what do you no, think, Jesse? you can't talk to him before I talk to him, though. I, as I just said, I can't wait for you to talk to Timmy. I know, but you... I don't need to talk now, to him. You have to cut yourself off I don't need until to, I find the time. But Chris, I don't need to talk to him about it. It could be it. months. It could be months. No, no, I just... Any contact would be suspicious. I'm <laughs> well, saying he's my brother. That's not possible. No, yeah. Well, then I won't. Sorry, Tim. You. I can't see you until Chris's ass gets to see you first. <laughs> I don't my think nephew. that's. I don't think it's possible because that guy died from the scaffold. He died outside of the building, and once they die outside, they can't come in. That's true, unless they're invited in. <laughs> that's vampires, assholes. <laughs> I tried. I've been studying the world, like the demonic world, for a while, and I think that's probably true. So unless you saw him, like in the window, like outside. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He could have been outside the window. I don't know. We just saw him sitting in the window. Like, dude, I he think, was a tall I think, guy. I if think, you guys talk to him, there's to be way more I'll compelling I'll take a story. stab at a real-world explanation. It could be something like you saw something shimmer in the window. Everyone saw a little bit of a shimmer, but someone described like a person, and like you guys all it fed into your childlike imaginations, and so you all kind of agreed yeah it was actually a person waving how old are you in fifth grade like 12 that 10, that 20? i don't know i mean you can share delusions are a thing with adults so no i, I get I that like but that's did, a thing that can happen see, with kids a shimmer versus a full person reading a book like dude it's so i can remember yeah ex- but i'm just saying like i think because about, like, i can telephone. remember exactly what he looks like he's wearing a dark trench coat a dark trench coat, a All vest. Right. Okay, Matt, I've got a, a story for you. All okay, right. I'm, I'm excited. No, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. When good... I was in um, third grade. Oh, fuck. Chris was abused as a child. All right, Chris, um, let's have it. I got um, my buddy's older brother. I, I held down this kid while he pinched his nose until it bled. <laughs> Wait, what? And um and then after and then Sounds i got like a mitt romney kind of story. i got into a lot of trouble for this right chris is never becoming president um and then and it had this profound effect on me it kind of made me a bit of a pacifist anti-violence because i couldn't believe that i like that i had that cruelty in me um then fast forward to um the week of my wedding, my best friend, not my best, not the brother who pinched the guy's nose, but my best friend um, comes out. We're sharing stories. That story comes up and he's like, that's not what happened. I was the one who held them down. And then you took the fall for me because you were always the good kid. So I knew we, you wouldn't get in as much trouble as me. So you agreed to take the fall for it. And I had internalized it as I have memories of holding the person down, but I didn't ever actually do it. Yeah, but Chris, I was an actual asshole. So no, was no. Chris. <laughs> but my point is, is as a kid, I developed, I, I can remember something that never happened. I have a memory of a thing that never happened. It's completely fabricated, but I remember it happening. Yeah, but that's, that's okay. But that's a traumatizing event, though. You're torturing somebody. But I didn't actually this, torture anybody. This is, but you were part I of torture. I fake tortured somebody. But you were there, mind. though. I, I'm saying you were there. Wouldn't seeing a ghost tor- be a traumatic event? 
But or we didn't a know. Shimmer. We didn't know it was a ghost till we actually described it. Uh, described it. Described it to the to the bartender. Right. We had yeah. no idea. We just saw a person sitting in a window seal. Sure. It was. I'm just saying. There's there's a we context. Didn't, it was created. we we were freaked out because that person was gone. Like after we had so go to go back to the story. We walked up to the room. We saw the person as we were walking into the room. We weren't scared. We were scared because we were in a haunted place, but we weren't scared of that person. When we came out of the room, that fucking person was gone, and we didn't hear any creaking or any doors opening, and he was only probably 20, 20, 30 feet from us. That's how close he was. It wasn't like... It was from me to that wall, Chris, 20 feet. You could clearly see it from that wall over there, 20, 30 feet. Easy. I'm just saying... I'm just saying that in in terms of you're but, like trying to convince me that there, this is evidence, and I'm saying, no, from no. my perspective, I'm saying you you guys like there's a whole bunch of contextual information that I don't know, right? You guys knew you were going into a haunted house, so you hadn't taken the tour. You didn't know about Michael. There were no tours back then. Okay, so yeah, yeah but you didn't know about Michael, but you did know the place was haunted. That leads to that creates suggestions. We didn't know it was haunted. You said you said we were kind of scared. We knew it was haunted, but we weren't actually scared. It was the middle of the day. No, we Chris, got... we were kids. We don't get scared. Oh, okay. Well, no, no I'm just joking. But, no, so, but no, I'm I just agree saying, with you. So that's not to say you're wrong. I'm just saying that there's enough lack of information. There's enough information I don't have for me to be able to be like, well, I'm going to take that story with a grain of salt. It's not convincing to me. That's all. Jesse. I think that's kind of a dick move for him to say it right to your face. He doesn't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. I, I want to get. I want to dive into Chris's like traumatic past. Well, we don't really have any time today. <laughs> I know, but like Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Chris brought up like a. It's not even apples to apples. I mean, like it was. Really, it's really been bothering him. We need to get it out into the open. We need to have those friends on <laughs> so we can find out exactly what happened in the story. No. Well, they uh, live in San Diego. Well, actually, okay. actually, no. Jimmy's in San Diego. Danny, what friends are you talking about? Chris's Danny's, friends are my friends. Danny has moved out here, so we could maybe get him on. We need to get Aaron on. Yeah, Aaron would be a good one. That's my brother for the listener. But, all right, guys, I think we're about out of time for today. Let's yeah. get to that point. But, no, it's been good. So, next week, um, before we leave. Jesse is eating his headphones. He is. Jesse's getting tired. I could tell. Um... So we've already discussed a couple of movies. Go see Han Solo if you haven't seen it. I enjoyed it. It was good. If for no other reason, go see it so that we can see the Obi Wan movie. It's gone, Chris. They've already canceled it. It's over. I will never give up hope. I told you Star Wars was going to do this to themselves, though. Yeah. No, I could. I warned everyone you. Everyone predicted it. I was the only one who predicted it. Everyone. Predicted I warned it. you, and you said no. No, Jesse. What movie do you recommend seeing? You've seen anything good lately? Like a movie? Yeah. No, I don't think I've really watched any movies lately. Uh, I got a couple of movies rented. One of them's the new Pacific Rim, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure it sucks. Are you guys reviewing both Predator movies? Just the first one. You have two in your bag. Are they the same one? They're the, sa- they're the same one. I wasn't sure because I, I had the old school one. And okay. I wasn't sure if it was too scratched up. And then I was at Walmart and I saw the triple feature for like seven fifty or something, which Predator 1, 2, and then Predators. Perfect. So yep. I bought that one too. So I brought it just in case. Okay. Got to have a backup. Got to watch Predator. 
So I found out that um, Monica has never seen The Incredibles. I've never, I've never seen The Incredibles either. That's incredible. I mean, I guess I've seen like a scene of it or a scene or two. How the fuck have you never seen The Incredibles? It's a cartoon. (laughs) So? It's a cartoon. So is Rick and Morty. It's a great movie. Rick and Morty's funny. (laughs) So I haven't seen Toy Story 3 either. Have you seen The Lion King? Of course. Have you seen Toy Story? It's a cartoon. Yeah, but The Lion King is great. (laughs) I already know it's great. The Incredibles is great, dude. It's a good movie. But I just thought it was weird that Monica's never seen that. She, you know, I just thought it was an odd it's thing. It's got Mark Hamill in it. Dead Mark Hamill? <laughs> Live Mark Hamill. He's dead, dude. He died as Luke. He pretty sh- is he as he a Joker? forever be dead. He, he, he's, he's the bad guy. Mm. Syndrome. Mm. Oh, is that really Mark Hamill? I didn't realize that. That's awesome. I think so. I could be wrong. I think it's Mark Hamill. But no, so go see uh, Han Solo. Check out The Incredibles if you've never seen it. Incredibles 2 is out. Um, any Netflix things, Chris, that you would suggest? I have a movie. What do you I, got? I, I'll recommend it. Um, I'm not really a scary movie person, but Hereditary was decent. Oh, I loved Hereditary. Oh, you saw it? I thought it was excellent. Monica, I mean, it got a lot of Monica, great reviews by people who like that kind of stuff. Monica hated Hereditary. I, th- you, I don't know why you would hate it. She hated it, it because she can't. She can't handle. She can't handle the uh, demonic stuff very well. Yeah. I fucking loved it, dude. I thought it was very well done. Like I thought the story yeah. was great. Yeah. They filmed it just like The Exorcist, which I thought was great. The the way they the way well, they did and the twist it. was well handled. So. See, Monica's like, what twist? They didn't do any backstory. I'm like. The whole fucking movie was a backstory. Right. They explained everything. Yeah. But she she gets really squeamy with that stuff, so she, she probably just closed her eyes. Pretty much, yeah. It was like she's like, "Well, I washed her two eyes," you know. So, I mean, it was pretty cute, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I might, I might, I might say that ghosts could be real, but demonic stuff. No, I don't believe in that at all. So it makes it hard for me to really get scared. Coming from a Catholic over here, movies. converted Catholic. That's true. They believe in demonics, dude. That's true. Um, but no, I, I uh, Hereditary is great, great movie to watch. Um, it's it's really well done. It's probably one of the better horror movies I've seen in the last two or three years. Conjuring, up there with it. So, if you're looking for horror movies to watch, Conjuring. If you're looking for a dumb sling me to watch, Jumanji. Just watch that too. It's pretty good. I heard it's good. I want to see. Jumanji's it. pretty good. Yep, I enjoy Jumanji. So, heart lighted family movie, Jumanji. Dark side, don't bring your kids to hereditary. So, true. All right, boys and girls, we're out of here. Ciao. Peace. Bye.